Hey, welcome to Real Talk episode 200. I'm Todd. This is AJ, and we're back. 200, man. Here it is. It's here, finally. We got a special show for you, at least somewhat. And behind the camera, as your first special 200th episode gift, you might say, <laughs> we've got a special guest. You may know him Maybe. if you watch live, and you may not. But let me tell you something. You're in for a treat. Oh, yeah. Production guy Blake is manning the... He's manning the... <laughs> Control center. That's the word. <laughs> the control He's center. He's manning the control center and uh, here to join us for this special occasion. Production guy? Hello, hello, hello. I'm back. Feels good to be back in the driver's seat. Captain's chair, whatever you want to call nice. it. Nice. That's what I should have called it. Captain's chair. Captain's Either chair. of any of those would have worked instead of my pause. I of, like at control the end center. Of the day, man, <laughs> I'm just putting pushing buttons back here and typing it's stuff in. It's pretty important, though. It is. It oh, actually, yeah. the reason I, every time I think of this position, I think of NASA. And the guys on the ground. That's what I think. That's so true, I can't man. Think or command center. Ground that control. Was what I was looking center. for. Yeah. Ground, any of those would have worked. Except for <laughs> I went with control center. Yeah, so like anyway, it. hey, welcome to Real Talk. What is Real Talk? Well, two hundred episodes in, Real Talk is an opportunity. Dare I say, a conversation, a moment in time, a chance for you to have real talk about what you say, whatever. Um, <laughs> Interesting convo. Remind me to bring this up. Okay. Because AJ has branched off in his own, by the way. Went off and become a social media celebrity on his own, away from us. It's not true. It's true. It's not true. And anyway, the reason I bring this up is the conversation about the name of the show I thought was hilarious that you got on your TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Real Talk, the most generic name in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, yeah, we just talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. We're some young guys that, you know, we just want to give a, a place where... Uh, Christians could feel free to ask questions about life, God, the Bible, that they might feel uh, insecure or uncomfortable asking their pastors in person or someone in person. Mm. Maybe you don't have someone in your life, or maybe you're just someone who's interested in in faith, religion, Christianity, and you wanted to get you know an, an answer to a question, and you don't really know anyone to ask. Mm. Well, this is the place for that. There is a link somewhere in the description of this show, podcast, video, wherever you're watching it. That's right. It's www.theremnant.com dot life slash real that's r-e-a-l dash talk www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk click the link go down to the bottom of the page hit submit a question and you can put a link in a question it goes into our database completely anonymously and that's 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 a really important thing we yes. joke about it a lot i cannot tell you how many times we have people from our church the church that sponsors this show who constantly believe that we know that they ask these questions it's not i mean true, i man. truly think they think that because yeah. they're like you you knew that was me right i was like no <laughs> no, we don't know. Um, so it goes into our database, and that way you can feel safe and know that uh, your question is asked in confidence, right? Yes. And um, you don't have to worry about it. So that's what we're about. And we're going to talk about a lot of other stuff, too. Um, we're not perfect. We don't have it all together. We're not cleaned up True that, perfectly. Man. Um, oh, very true. And yeah, so hopefully this inspires you or um, gives you confidence to, to know it's okay Taking the, I think some church had this phrase, and I thought it was kind of cool. It's okay not to be okay, right? It's pretty cool. I don't know like where that, that came from. I don't know. Um, but we're trying to be better every day. That's mm. that's the hope. So that's it. That's Amen, brother. And you're, this is your first episode. What, a, what an interesting day for you to be here. It's true, man. Um, AJ, a couple weeks ago on our live version of the show, you know, he set this show up by letting everyone know how big it's going to be, <laughs> how absolutely massive of a show this is going to be. And I'm going to tell you, um, you know, I can't wait to see what you got in store for us. Yeah, man. So, so uh, the, uh, you know, the fireworks or 
you know, whatever's coming. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm literally going to put fireworks. I know. It's I'm going to put some fireworks coming in now. There. All right. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening on the show, we also, I mean, on just spot. Gosh, we are on Spotify. Mm-hmm. On some podcast uh, platform. We also video record this and put it out on YouTube. So Yes, we do. Sometimes we're talking to both both people, even though you can't see. Just imagine I'm sort of like a mix between Brad Pitt and The Rock. It's like perfect. In his prime. And that's just sort of how, you, if you envision me that way, it's probably best for both of us. How would you sound if you were a mixture of Brad Pitt and The Rock? I just told you. I'm talking to him right now because that's what I am. Man, dude. <sighs> Ladies, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people's elbow. Yeah. So that's it, man. It's a big, we are kind of celebrating. It is honestly, we joke about it. And I haven't even told you, either of you guys, because it is interesting that you're here, man. God kind of set this up because you weren't supposed to be. It's true. Um, Fun Turn had to run off Mm -hmm. sort of like last minute. Um, And uh, actually, that's not true. I threw him under the bus in there. He had (laughs) had some important things he had to take care of. The show took longer than it was supposed to today, which is not his fault. And so production guys down there probably, you know, working on something important for his life. I grabbed him by the throat, brought him up here. Just kidding. I asked him politely. He's here against So I haven't got it. So it's weird because he was there at the beginning. You know who we should have also called? Amber. Oh, yeah. She's a big part of the show early on. Maybe we will. True. And uh, Cowboy Kenny. But You're saying, Todd, you haven't called anyone. True. I forgot. I uh, thought we were ready to that point. Anyway, <laughs> we'll come back to that. Uh, production guy, it's kind of funny that he's here because yeah, man. he was at the beginning of the show, man. A big part yes. of it. It was a fun time, man. I don't know about you. This is going to sound, I know this is going to sound dramatic. Mm-hmm. It seemed almost like an innocent time. You know it what was, I mean by man. that? Yeah. It was an innocent time. I Absolutely. actually like that's a great word for it. Because now it's just <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember the uh the little tripod with the phone that barely worked. We duct taped yeah, dude. that yep, the stand yeah. had to be duct taped so the angle mm-hmm. was right. So if you go watch the first episode, is the first very first episode even on Spotify? Like has it been yeah. made into okay, so you yeah. go listen to it. I'm sure it's gonna sound much different, but if you were to watch it. He's not lying. We mm-hmm. duct taped a cell phone for the pilot to a uh, to, to a, a, little, a, tri- a tripod. Yeah, to a tripod. Because mm-hmm. the 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 we didn't have an adapter yet mm-hmm. that could hold a phone. Mm-hmm. So it was just literally duct tape holding this phone up, and the, and the phone had no way of stand sitting on that tripod. I think a big reason for that was uh, because people don't understand or believe that this was literally an idea we had randomly sitting around after one of our actual real talks, like where we're sitting around talking about life and God and the yeah. Bible. And well, it, sermon series. It started off as a sermon that's series, true. right? That's true. But yes, it is. that We'd have a sermon series first. But I remember that night because like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we just had, like people could just see those conversations? Because mm-hmm. they, were, they were cool. Yep. And then um, here, here we, we are. are. Yeah. So it's 200, weird. 200 episodes is big, man. It is, man. It's a um, long time. Yeah, it actually... It's, it's weird to think about. I'm not like, sitting here letting myself think about it. I'm kind of getting a little, not emotional, but could be. <laughs> like, it's almost pre-emotional. You know what I'm saying? Is that like nostalgia? Yeah. And mixed is that, with... Is that what nostalgia is considered? And a little bit of bittersweet. I always think... Yeah. That's the word I've been looking for lately. Bittersweet? Yeah, man. Like, this is a big deal, man. Yeah. And like, it's one of those things, I always think of that Andy Bernard, I'm sure he didn't come up with a quote from The Office though, right? I wish I knew was I was in the good old days when I was in the good old days. Mm. And I feel like that's where we're at, man. You, know, you get caught up in this and someday we're going to go back and like, dude, that was fun. I wish we would have enjoyed that more. It's true, dude. 
because even now, like, I look back on, like, uh, like you said, like, the first episodes and, like, how it's changed. But, like, I can I can look back on those and, like you said, like, that was a more, quote, innocent time or that was just a more, like, lighter time. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I can already take that those times for granted. So, but you're right. Even now on episode 200, we can look back one day and go, man, that was still good. Oh, Absolutely good time so oh absolutely that's dude. that's where we're at it's that's what i meant by kind of a weird day for you to hop on if it's your first but i think it'll be good we gotta we do have so we mentioned the questions um big part of the show is at answering those questions yes um and we have a lot of good ones oh yeah we have a whole ton so what i like about this is it sort of shows some of the questions we used to get asked with a mixture of because it has changed a bit early on we got a lot more i would say serious questions not that mm. the ones now aren't they yeah. all are but you know what i mean kind of heavy that's a good word yeah. which i think is cool because it shows all the, the spectrum you know we want to deal with all those man we want you to feel like you can ask any of those absolutely questions so aj yes you told us that we were going to have a spectacular show <laughs> and we were going to do some things that people can't even imagine and yeah, so man. here we are ready to Never hear before done <laughs> We're ready for that, man. We are ready to see what what the chefs cooked up. I'm gonna be honest, mm-hmm. listeners. You know, one of the wisest things I've ever heard somebody say. It's from our old friend Johnny Scoville. He said, "What you should do is under promise and over deliver." Yeah, he didn't create that, but yeah, it is. He did say that to us. Yes. Why did he? Even then, he knew how we were. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. And what have I done for this episode 200? I do this all the time, by the way. I, I truly am guilty of this. I have probably overpromised <laughs> and underdelivered. <laughs> Not probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Like in all seriousness, I think cool. it is going to be cool. Yeah, it is going to be cool. Um, because I see something here on your uh, on my phone. Yeah, your phone. Yeah. So we've got uh, a video that we can react to. Um, it's about seven minutes long. It's pretty decent. Wait, long. is it put together? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you put all these together? Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking at them individually. It's true. They're all together, and then there's one big one. But okay. um, So he's going to play the video. I think you guys that are watching are going to see it. Those listening are going to hear it. Yep, you'll hear it. So along you'll get it. to know it. And AJ, what, what is this thing we're reacting to? This is a reaction to some of the people that have been listening to us over the years, mm-hmm. and it's just them telling us why they appreciate Real Talk. Well, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Another turning point. Copyright. Anyway, uh, less than ten seconds. You're fine. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh huh. No, 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 no. I can do whatever I want. Here, literally as anything. As long as it sounds a little off, you're fine. I can literally. Another turn point. <laughs> For, you can go on forever that way. <laughs> That's right, man. Because then it's a parody. Anyway. All right. So we got this video, and you can just tell me to pause anytime, and I'll pause anytime if you want to. You could as well, then, right? Yeah. Okay. So just if so if anything you want to say. Uh, just let me know, and I'll hit pause, and we can pause and just kind of talk about whatever you want to talk about. So I'll go ahead and play it. Oh, gosh, this could be strange. Oh, boy. All right. Give so. them that. Nope, that's not it. Is it? Mm-hmm. That, well, what's that thing under? Oh, okay. This is it. Yep, yeah. this right here. All right, so let me pause it make sure there's actual sound. And they all look. Okay. Yep, it's got sound. <laughs> You're going to cut that off, I assume. <laughs> here we go. What I love about Real Talk is that um, Real Talk has helped me to be transparent and open uh, with those around me, not even just the church or my leaders, but um, my family. Like It's helped me to be able to ask questions. Um, it started out by asking questions in the uh, anonymous thread that Real Talk offers, and now I'm able to ask questions um, in the threads, in the comments. 
So I'm really thankful that um, Real Tech has impacted me that way to come out of my shell. Um, I just, I really love what you guys are doing and I'm praying for your direction and what God is doing in Real Talk this year. That's awesome. Bro, I thought this was put together. What the heck? It switched to a different one. That was strange. One second. Okay. Doing good. Oh, can you pause this real quick? Yep. I want you to understand that people hear this. So you've played the same clip four times. <laughs> like, what happened here? I don't know. I, I specifically, remember what I said? I go, hey, man, why'd you click on? No, I want you to know it didn't switch. I watched you click on the singular one. That's why I told you not to. Do you, if you go back right now and rewind this, you're going to hear me go, right? I said, why are you clicking that one? And then you said, oh, that's the one put together. I'm looking at it. I'm like, no, it's not. I can see that it's not. So now you're going to have to go back again. Okay? No, I think, okay. no, no. Go back. I'm telling you right now, it's not. That's not what I meant. Oh, okay. I meant go back to the beginning of that one. Okay, wait. I'm going to turn that, the volume down. This is disastrous, AJ. Dude, you did not put this together. You just literally glued things together. I thought we were going to have like segues a pause oh no they're just one after the other that's that's how i put it i put it in as like okay one video boom boom, boom do you boom. feel like i should maybe control this sure <laughs> why are you saying that those are news like this guy's controlling i'm like no man i know him and i know me yep there we go again you know it's odd hmm. this is whole thing could have been just so seamless and it's not <laughs> hey real talk right <laughs> Real talk, AJ, not real disaster. <laughs> All right. I do think it's cool you did this, though. Here we go. Um, real talk has been an incredible influence and impact in my life personally. Um, gosh, <laughs> where to even start? I would say the biggest impact, honestly, was during COVID. Like, when it first started at the very height of COVID, when all of a sudden you were told to stay home and I was working from home and I never worked from home before. And then, um, <laughs> and people like at the time, you know, were saying, hey, it's a disease, it's gonna kill you. You didn't know what was happening. And then you were like, there was just all these rumors going around and it was scary. And then when you're stuck home, like in your boredom and you're scared, that's a bad mixture, right? And I remember I would go on walks because I wanted to get out of the house and I would listen to Real Talk, not even just the current ones. I obviously watched the current ones because I also wasn't allowed to be with my church family like usual. So Real Talk Live was like an opportunity to have that still. And then I would go back to the very beginning and I listened to all of the previous Real Talks. Um, and man, it just really helps keep your mind where it needs to be. So like there's so much distraction in this world, so much stress and just drama and the world's so loud and real talk is one of those things that brings you back to reality i'm gonna pause this real quick reality i like that one of the things i think is interesting to look back on yeah she brought up uh and even now i'm gonna say this and people mock us for this <clears throat> so our show both the podcast and live guys for a while there we were on a trajectory I'm like, I'm going to say this, and I genuinely believe, at least Facebook, I think at one point we might have, because we were kind of early on. We were one of the early live Facebook Live users. Yeah. Right? And one of the ones posting, using Facebook to post some of this stuff, right? Like, yeah. I know people are going to be like, there's videos all the time, but yeah, but we were kind of doing a little different. 
we went, we were like, we were getting a lot of views. We were, man. It was pretty good. And during, uh, during the pandemic, um, we noticed some stuff and people mocked us about it. We kind of got a little, we actually lost some viewers during this time. So I think of two things I think is really interesting when she brings this up. That was sort of a turning point for us too. One in that we had to make a decision on what kind of show we wanted to be, like how real we wanted to be. Yep. Because we knew that some of the things we were asking and talking about were not, um, were not socially acceptable with popular media to be talking about. Oh yeah. And the things we were questioning. And I remember a specific s s. I feel like a specific episode in which we started to see, you know, shadow banning's real. You can mock it all you want. Oh, yeah. And it's been come out. If you guys watch and see what happened in Twitter and what Elon Musk has sort of released is there was definitely a, a movement to control uh, certain information, right? To suppress it. That's proven. Yeah. And um, that's been shown across the board in social media and how certain elements of um, even government were in a lot of you listening may not know this because they don't, it's a fact. This is not conspiracy, but it's shown on, um, it's been proven. You could find this on, you know, use DuckDuckGo and, or, uh, and even some of the mainstream media has talked about some of it. It's, yeah, they have. They've, um, they've but, come around know, to it. Yeah. So, you know, what that means is there were certain things, trigger words that were suppressed, right? Because mm -hmm. they're trying to control the narrative a little bit because maybe, and even if it's a good reason, I don't want people panicking or whatever, you know, whatever they want to say. Well, that happened. We had an episode called The COVID Church. I remember yep. this distinctly. And it's pretty much after that episode that we started to see our numbers decline. And I mean that. I don't know if you feel the same way. Oh, absolutely. 100%, um, dude. And we got to the point where we realized anytime we mentioned the word, that word CVID, which I'll still just call it that sometimes, um, <laughs> if we talked about elections, just even talked about what was going on during that time, yep. any of that kind of stuff, we would notice it, an even bigger drop. It's true, man. So her bringing that up is interesting, and it's cool that it was still encouraging to people because for us it started a little period of time that was sort of discouraging, um, and I, and sometimes I wonder if that's kind of just kept carrying on. Is that part of what we're, you know, we sort of lost our momentum and got got down a little bit, got discouraged? Yeah, I think that could be part of it. Um, I would say that. <laughs> kind of funny side note. I don't know. Now again, clearly there was there was clear evidence that uh, you know because of you know, the words we were using and the topics we were bringing up, we definitely got suppressed. But I just want to say how funny it is that also that that same episode happened to be the one where I had the most ridiculous hairstyle I ever had on, on an episode of Real Talk. So maybe not, we lost viewers because of that too. <laughs> had nothing to do with this specific topic. However, that was, I laugh every time I see it. Is that the one where you asked me ahead of time? Oh, yeah. It was the one. Yep. Yeah, that's a funny episode. Uh, anyway, it wasn't a funny episode, but that moment was funny. When oh, I absolutely. Because he asked me how it looked beforehand. It's fine, man. But anyway, um, yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that. I think that's interesting that she said that ended up encouraging her because, you know, maybe that's something we probably didn't keep in mind during that time. Oh, yeah. I'm proud sure. of what we did. I'm proud of our show during that time. I genuinely am. Yeah, man, because we were bold. And we like, had flack. We lost viewers. Um, I remember specifically a guy saying, you know, stop, stop bringing up your politics in it. And it's like we weren't. I know we weren't bringing up certain politics because we were intentional. We just asked questions. Absolutely. So, you know, even though it costs us, I'm proud of that because those are the kinds of discussions that we should be allowed to have and not let this sort of social, I don't even want current, yep. tell us what we are allowed and not allowed to talk about. That's not a political statement to say that, right? And it's funny how we're kind of being justified now in the oh, fact absolutely. that we, we saw this. It's funny. We tangibly saw it, and now it's getting backed up that it happened. Yep, a couple years later, man, it's coming out. 
So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was also kind of our lifeline, by the way. We didn't have a lot of interaction. <laughs> no, it, it gave us I don't know about you guys, but I felt like he gave us a purpose still mm-hmm. um, for a while because we didn't have anything. That's you know? true, man. We were, it's very true. What did you have? It gave us that purpose, and it gave us some sort of connection to the outside world. Yeah. Because yeah. we were all quarantined together still yeah. you know, during this time or whatever when, yeah. that, when that all happened. So it gave us a semblance of normalcy throughout it as well. It's so strange to think about that time. Yeah, it's Very bizarre, man. Even just like even like using that terminology, right? Like that we were quarantined together. Like, what a weird thing. We just took that as normal. <laughs> like we look like we reflect back on it. What a strange time. You're absolutely right, man. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because they're talking about you guys are talking about things that make my mind start working. Whereas before, maybe I was just so busy that I didn't even think about that. And uh, real talk has just done that for me. And then. As a pastor's wife, I think it's nice to be able to ask anonymous questions, I think, because so many times people just think that I should know it or, you know, maybe I'm embarrassed to ask something or, and it's funny because I've been able to ask questions at times to you guys, one of you is my husband, and I can have them answered and it's so cool, like it's just so cool to know that I can still ask questions, even though 99% 99% of the time, I'm comfortable asking them myself. It is nice to know that I can do it anonymously. Real Talks impacted me because I've asked several questions and benefited from the advice that have been given by the Real Talk crew. It's also something I look forward to every single week because with my line of work, I don't get to have the in-depth conversations that these tend to go to. And it really encourages me to be able to listen to this as I work and then to feel like I'm still part of the group, part of the crew that's why they're answering the questions. Hi, so the question was asked, how Real Talk has affected and or changed my life. Well, honestly, I could never make a video long enough just explaining how much Real Talk has truly impacted and or changed my life for the better. This ministry has just been something so great and amazing to me. It's brought me quite literally from the state of Louisiana to the state of Indiana and altered my life far more than I could ever, ever truly explain. So how it's changed my life? Well, I'd say it brought a boy from a state down south to be a man in a state up north. Hope you guys have a great day. That's pretty powerful. (laughs) Um, Yeah, dude. Kind of choked up a little. We probably don't... uh... Yeah, I don't know, man. That's actually convicting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude. And the statement that he said where he said altered my life, like, that's a heavy thing, man. And sometimes, like, <clears throat> this is being really transparent, you know. Do we remember that all the time? I don't know. I don't know. Nah, I, I can answer that straight up. I definitely don't, man. Definitely don't. Yeah, so pretty amazing. Pretty cool to be to even all these people, you know, Mandy, Norman, to hear these, like, and then Bay, Louisiana hot sauce. Bailey, uh, it's funny, man, because I can still remember like memories attached to each of those, you know, each of those people. Even. Definitely, absolutely, man. So, yeah, that's pretty powerful, man. Pretty, uh, pretty humbling. So, I know. Anyway, like I don't know, it, it does blow my mind, dude. Like having somebody literally come from one place to another because they stumbled upon us one time from another state, from a literal other state. It's yeah. crazy. Oh, jeez. Real Talk legit changed my life and legit, like, totally 
revitalized my faith in Jesus and like just brought me closer to him. Uh, I got connected through Facebook and got invited to Real Talk Live and I've been a fan of Real Talk ever since. Uh, the questions, the answers, the hard truth, the like community that I have gained through Real Talk and through the remnant who uh, sponsors Real Talk completely has changed my life. I would definitely not be the same person I am today without it. Woo! Boy, I tell you, that got me choked up a little. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I still remember when her first message to us, too, because it was just so real. We mm -hmm. had, we, you know, <laughs> she didn't go here. We didn't know who this person was. And yeah. I remember being like, man, this person, it was really encouraging. Because her first thing that she kind of told us, she reached out, was just, like, really encouraging. And I don't know, man. It's crazy to take it, to think that now, like, we know these people, some of these people really personally. I don't know. I get it. Very thankful for your encouragement. And, like, I just, I guess I want, you know, even you, Krista, and all the people that listen, like, we don't, even though we're sitting here saying we don't always take it as seriously, the impact, like, we do, we do take, we do not take for granted that we get to be in your lives and that it's we get true, to know man. you. That I can 100% tell you. Yes. So, um, blessed us a lot, too. Because now it's weird to think about not knowing those people, any of you know, not knowing Krista. It's true, man. Because like, she's it, part, it, of, it she's would part be, of our family, right? Yes. Like, and it's crazy. And sometimes you don't remember that that happened because of the show. You know what I mean? You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It, I, literally. Yeah. Like, I almost forget that she was not, like, that the reason why she was here is because of Real Talk. Mm -hmm. Like, I forget that. Like, yeah. I literally think, like, oh, she just came here for church. Like, I forget yeah. that, like, this ministry directly is the reason why she came here. Well, and then there's, yeah. yeah. And, and all you guys out there who we tell you that you're actually making an impact in people's lives and that this ministry is affecting and needed is like she just said it, you know, and that the reason I, I'm about to choke up again thinking about it, dang it, because I do know a little bit of her story now and uh, to know that like it really did, for whatever reason, revitalize her faith and, you know, help her to feel free and that kind of stuff, man, is like that's, you know, that's why we do what we do. And mm -hmm. I think that those of you that listen that maybe think, oh, you know, when I ask questions, I'm not... You're a part of that because if you don't do that, there's no platform. If there's no platform, we don't meet these people. There's no Bailey situation here. It's there good, is man. no um, Krista. So, you know, everyone that's taking part of that, um, it's pretty cool. So good, man. I'm very Amen, thankful to, to our church that has supported this show too to enable those types of things to happen. You know? Oh, absolutely. Because if all it would have been is, is, is Krista, right, or Bailey, it would have been worth it. And it's been more than that. So. <sighs> Anyway, I probably should go back a smidgen here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the stop we get there. Here we go. All right. Hey, Rio Talk, what's up? Congratulations on your 200th episode. Thanks for making an impact in my life and my family's life. Thanks for what you guys do, sharing your heart, being open, letting people know that you guys are real. And not only that, but allowing other people to be real as well. I know that's the impact that it's had in my life, just to show me that there are people out there that are willing to be open and honest and transparent. And that helps me to know that I can get on, I can ask questions, I can enjoy the conversations and know that what I'm hearing is truth and I'm hearing it from the heart. Not just hearing it in a way that is going to make me happy, but in a way that's going to give me truth and show me exactly what God's word has to say about a certain topic or what God's word has to say about life in general. 
Todd and AJ, you guys are awesome. You're special in my life. I appreciate you both and for what you guys are doing. Here's the 200 more. Keep it up, guys. We love you. Oh, my God. When asked how Real Talk has impacted slash changed my life, there's two things. You're allowed to stop it, too. He started to stop it, and he's like, I'm not allowed to. (laughs) My bad. I stopped it mid-clip. I'll start it. No, did you have a reason to stop it? Um... (laughs) Just gonna I think say that's like, the important part here. Yeah, just gonna say like super cool man. Like, um, you know, again, Luke's another guy that. Um, if correct me if I'm wrong, he was another person that. Yeah, Krista. Was, was, yeah, Krista invited him to get on the show, and he got on first by mocking us. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, primarily me. I remember this. <laughs> so, like, I don't know, man. One thing is that's cool about Luke, man, is like you know, he. He has a crazy story. And so for him, you know, you guys, for for anybody that actually goes to church and you guys haven't heard a story, you know, if they go to the remnant and they haven't, you know, heard Luke's story, you should ask him. It's really cool. But um, I don't know, man. He's a guy that just, he's just dove in. And so, you know, for him to come here because of this show and what, what has, like, played out since then is very, uh, I don't even know the word, man. Just very humbling, I guess, because like that's just so cool to be a part of for me personally. Yeah, like I, I can't like just yeah, it's humbling, dude. I don't even. It's wild to me. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> another point. You know, um, he came. He, he, I mean, he he now attends the church actually. This monster show, but I think the thing that's interesting is, in a weird way, real talks a little part in that because Krista came just admitted she came through the show, which brought him. And got him connected and being able to like and you know him connected to the show first and then gets to know us by coming to play basketball because he got to know us a little bit on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Son of a gun made me choke up too. So it's cool to be loved by such amazing people. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that's dude. pretty crazy, dude. Amen. Because you know. Anyway, that's good. So I've had a lot of questions and I've pondered and wondered about God. So it's given me the opportunity to ask the questions that didn't fully make sense to me and to ask the questions I may have been embarrassed to ask in person. It has changed my life in so many ways because I've got the question, the hard questions answered and the easy questions answered as well. I'm so thankful that Todd and AJ do this every week and they're willing to take their time and effort and just love people the way Jesus loved people. For me, Real Talk started out as a community, especially during COVID. I looked forward to the lives and to the podcast during the week because there was a time the only thing I did was work and go home and just sit alone and I cherished that time and then it has more and more grown into a place that I am confident to ask questions to them and know that I'm not going to get a flippant answer and they're really going to think about it and it has helped me a lot through things in my marriage, through things in my faith and it has been super helpful to know that the guys are going to be there and they're going to answer those questions for me eventually and to be able to listen to the podcast every week and just to have that godly wisdom that comes with that is just awesome. Yeah, man, that's pretty powerful stuff too. Another really cool person. Uh, you know, just it's humbling stuff. Very mm. thankful to be a part of this. Yeah, man, it's uh, one thing that it makes me think about is like, first off, you know, you and I had a kind of a talking before we recorded the, sh- the show today that was, you know, kind of made me open my eyes a little bit. But like, you know, I first off, you know, what a, what a testimony it is to like 
that God can use you. Amen. Because, yeah. like, you know, for to be able to be a part of something that's truly changing people's lives, like, when you're in the midst of it, like you, like we've said, like, it's so easy to forget, and you don't realize how much of an impact it can have. And, like, people, I mean, like, it literally, people look forward to it. Or like, mm. people, like, need it. And it's like, mm. man, dude. Um, you know, just hearing hearing these people's words, dude, it's just so humbling because, like, I right, don't. Man. You're you know, 100% right. I know I personally don't deserve deserve to be a part of something like that, you know. But that's God. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. It's beautiful. Yeah, man, I mean, don't, I don't know. I think even that is part of something that I'm learning in life and has been my whole life, and I think something you can hear too is, you know, those times when we say we're not worthy, what are we really saying about them who love us, <laughs> you yeah. know, and love the show, that kind of stuff, like, mm. you know, because you're almost making light of their opinion, and I, I struggle with it too, so I'm telling you, like, it's, <laughs> yeah. I know it's hard. I know what you meant. You, It's humbling. I get it, and it's mm. crazy that God can let us be a part of that and let you guys be a part of that or listening because, again, Truth. I view it as we're all partners on this. We really are. Even Pete, some of you folks, we know there's people that listen to the show that don't talk to us. We know that. Yep. And um, I don't know. Mm. I think that's uh, – I just thought of something, by the way, someone else we can get a hold of later. Anyway. Oh, cool. I just think that's cool. Production guy, you got anything? I feel like we're not giving you a chance to talk, man. Oh, man. No, I was <laughs> I was thinking uh, was thinking through – Not to put you on the spot at oh, all. You're, you're good. <laughs> um, I was thinking through during all that too, man, and like – it's cool because I kind of I get to appreciate real talk from the other side of it too. Like I I get both right. Like mm-hmm. I I get to kind of be behind the scenes, but I also get to see and hear what everyone else is seeing and hearing. Like I know like you guys have blessed me like in answering questions. Like you guys have answered some of my questions that yeah. I've submitted and ones that I haven't that just happen to come in and stuff. And I don't know. It's really cool because when I think back, like real talk was kind of like the first big thing i guess for lack of a better term that i like i kind of had a say in here like when when it comes to this right like when it comes to the to the church and everything real talks kind of was kind of a big stepping stone for me because it it was a big step in faith Mm. towards like what i can do for god and for Mm. the kingdom um so i think like it's cool to be able to appreciate it from from both sides yeah i never thought of it that way man that you you're kind of a toe in both sides really it's true Yeah. (laughs) yeah man oh wow Yes. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, dude. And you've been, (laughs) it's just nuts. Nuts how, uh, we've talked about this sometimes. Like, in a weird way, we're these characters to some people that are watching, like, this is who we are. And and honestly, we're not faking it. No. You know, there might be, um, I don't know, it's just interesting, because, like, you are a a part of the show, man. Like, people Mm -hmm. know who you are by now. It's true, man. Yeah. Like literally, like it's you cool. are a known. And we couldn't do it without him role in the show. People don't realize production guy. He just there's that's a kind of a nickname joke, but it's true too, man. He's just really good at the quality of it and helping us make sure that we. Excuse me. That's one of your gifts, man. It's just absolutely keeping things like organized in a way, but not in this like a way that's cold, but in a way that's like really, you know what I mean? It's hard to put in words. Not robotic, but. I think that's a gift that you can kind of stay in the show and understand this show is all over the place, but also he helps keep it on that, especially live, which is chaotic. Oh, absolutely, man. <laughs> I say MVP for a reason. I mean that. Yeah. Like, dude, like, you know, it's not easy being back there trying to, like, do a thousand things at once and still trying to also interact with the show at the same time. And not and, like, be hate- hateful. You exactly. Know? <laughs> or, like, not sound stressed or, like, you know, like, it's very, it's a very important role, man. You kill it. So, I mean, I appreciate you so much, man. 
Thank you, guys. Pretty cool. Well, thank you all that took the time to share that. We love you guys so much. And um, it's really, it is neat to hear how it's impacted you because sometimes we can get discouraged. It's hard not to kind of go up with the ups and downs of social media. That's going to mm-hmm. happen, right? There's there's highs and there's lows as far, oh, as, yeah. far as. Some of that's on us and and being more consistent lately, which we probably should address that we weren't. That's true. But, you know, we're very thankful for that. So Absolutely. we're going to kind of have a little bit of surprise mid-show or later, too, when we get to some questions. We're not done yep. talking to people, <clears throat> getting people's thoughts. But before that, yeah, I think we probably, I mean, it says catch up on our lives. We kind of did that. Mm-hmm. You know, we and we really, is it really about us at this point? You know, <laughs> you did say, we don't have to, but you did say to remind you about the uh, AJ shooting off on his own social media quest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So AJ's decided to essentially leave us all behind <laughs> and become his own famous person. He's gone on TikTok live and he has th- thousands of views interacting with thousands of people deciding Hundreds. to just legitimately. Just step on our faces <laughs> as he is on his way to fame. It's not but in the midst of that, what I think is crazy, did he talk to you about this at all? Uh, I, I think a little bit. He mentioned some of the stuff he was getting in. Pretty crazy and bold, man, because he just got attacked like a mm-hmm. bunch of pit bulls. Right? It's and true. He, what I think was interesting about what happened, you can explain like what you did, mm-hmm. but I think this is pretty interesting because it really does. We sort of take for granted how much the world hates Jesus, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And then hates those that love him. Yes. So um, you want to explain how you left us all behind? Sure. Um, <laughs> first steps in leaving the guys behind. Yeah. Um, first off, um, TikTok, one thing about TikTok is you have to have a thousand followers. And this is this is classic AJ. I can't believe part, you're going to say this part of the part. story. You don't necessarily have to. But I want to because it's just funny and right. part of my life. So, you know, you have to have a thousand followers on TikTok in order to go live, which I thought is stupid. So I bought my followers. Um, <laughs> I spent $25. And I was like, you know what? Let's get a thousand. Bang. Now I can go live. Easy enough. Um, so what's cool about that, though, is it gave me quick access to something I really wanted to do. So, yep, you can do that. Um <laughs> So, boom, secrets out. Um, all you big, big YouTubers, what are you doing? I'm just kidding. You, I, you, I'm guys, sure probably actually, you guys probably actually do earn your followers, man. But um, Do they? <laughs> do, they, do they? <laughs> I mean, they do at a certain point, right? But So, yeah, you can do that. A little behind-the-scenes look of social media. Um, so, I went live. I've gone live twice. Um, and the first time was, like, it was pretty cool. You know, it was pretty, it, it was mostly lax, but... Um, Man, you mean like laid back? Kind yeah. Of? Okay. So like, but the second time is is man, it was just it was it was crazy. I mean, you know, I essentially just go on and I just try, try to talk to people. It's essentially an extension of what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I don't have an agenda. I don't have anything to talk about. I just go, hey, this is based solely off interaction with you guys who are watching. That's all I do. And um, you know, I tell people like, hey, like I love Jesus. Um, you know, I'm willing to a- answer any questions you have. And I don't, you know. Literally, it's literally like real talk. That's all, that's all I do. Yeah, so cool. So, um, yeah, I just had some people pop on, man. And people do not like Christians, man. They don't. Um, <laughs> you know, had people call me a lot of names, uh, you know, tell me that, you know, I'm, you know, just in it for money. You know, like, I, rem- you know, part of the <laughs> part of the thing about you know you, man. going TikTok on live is people can gift you things. They're called gifts. So, like, people will spend, like, a little bit of money to be able to, you know, throw gifts at people, and, and it can turn into real money. So I would thank people if they did it. And so there's a guy on there 
that was like, oh, yeah, man, like, just in it for the money, aren't you? Just like the rest of the church. Makes sense, man. He's like, why don't you donate what you make? And I'm thinking, like, it's $2. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, over four hours, I made $2, man. Like, it's not a big deal. Uh-huh. So, like, um. Dang, you were on that thing for four hours? Yeah. Wow. Just sitting here. Was it nonstop? Sitting right here. Was it nonstop for four hours? Like, yeah. were they people interacting with you the entire time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Did it, it was, go fast or slow? Oh, it went fast. Oh. I, I took multiple breaks even. Like, I didn't even, like, because I was asking people, like, does anybody know how to pause this thing? Because I don't know did what you I'm know doing. How? Or did you just walk no, away? No, I just walked away. I was like, listen, guys, I'll be right back. And I just went downstairs I was real say, quick. You, and, I know you had to go to the bathroom. Oh, absolutely. I went twice. Yeah. Well, um, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> you only went twice. That's 100% think, a record. I yeah. think I was so busy, I just, like, forgot oh. that I even mm-hmm. had to, like, <laughs> so, thought you had to go yeah yep so um yeah so there was a guy that was like that you know he didn't was, you get called a fascist yeah you? i did get called a fascist <laughs> uh chauvinist chauvinist yeah um, <laughs> i remember because i'm like dang yeah what else uh this one guy named bruce <laughs> i'll never forget bruce man because he bowed with me for about an hour and a half um just constant man just constant anything i'd say he would go against you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the stuff he said, man. It was just ridiculous stuff. I mean, just talking about how, like, your religion is why, you know, you know, your religion's causing people to, you know, be brainwashed, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm just, just all over the place. You don't actually care about people. You know, just anything and everything in between. Um, I wish I could go back and look. I don't know if I can or not, but, and actually see the comments, because it's just ridiculous. But it was, uh, it was a, it was a, it was a ride, man. But what was, the cool part of it was is that it was, you know, I was able to love those people too. Mm. You know, even the ones that were being hateful, I was able to be like, hey, man, like, you know, I appreciate you being on here and, and, and expressing yourself. And like, I'm praying that you actually have a real interaction with God, you know, like, <laughs> and, uh, but it was cool because there were believers too, man, that hopped in there and they were like, you know, at, you know, they were also like defending the gospel. It was pretty cool, man. Mm. So, um, mm. overall, it was a cool experience, uh, you know, a little, a little overwhelming at times, just because like you don't, you know, you don't expect people to just come in and just completely just hate, hate, you know. But they do, man. You know, that's one thing I, I've kind of taken for granted with live, you know, going live for real talk is like a lot of it's our own people, and like we've had some random people come in, but a lot of the time it's people who are people of peace and they want to be a, you know, you know, whether even if they don't believe, they they're at least just asking questions and want to know. We've never really had a whole lot of people come on and just straight up disagree, or if they have, it hasn't been the way this was. <laughs> you know, like it hasn't oh, yeah, been just dude, straight yeah. up like, you know, like I said, like you're a chauvinist. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I think that's one of the gifts about for you, man. I was uh, talking to you that you know last couple of weeks is you 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 stay pretty positive, man. Like as far as you don't get angry at stuff, because I think that's why you would be able to do something like that well mm. is you would handle that stuff and you have this weird ability, man. I mean, it's not weird. It's a gift of just being able to kind of let it roll off your back because some of that stuff would affect me days later. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've told you that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So that's cool. It was, it was wild. So is this something you're going to do regularly? I, I'm going to try. You know, I'm going to try to, you know, keep it going. Like, it's pretty cool. Like, it, um, pretty, like, I guess one of the cool things is, like, just being able to see people, like, actually be like hey because like, one of the coolest things somebody said was like hey like you you handled that really well you know and i was like that's really cool man like i know as somebody said like i appreciate you being on here because it, it, it means a lot yeah. you know so i was like that's really cool so like you know 
I think I plan on trying to make it a normal thing. You know, we'll see. Uh, going four hours every time, I don't. We'll see. But <laughs> that's cool. Man. I didn't even plan on it. Just happened. I was just like, yeah. oh wow, it's been four hours. Pretty bold, man. I'm proud of you. I don't Thank think you. that's not something I think I would sit around and go. You know what? I'm just going to go live on TikTok and mm-hmm. uh, be ready to battle the masses. I mean, it's kind and of, with love, really. Cause it's kind of you. funny because, like, you know, we've been doing a live show for a long time now, and then this podcast. You know, and it's funny because, like. It's always been cool to be able to do that alongside mm-hmm. people. So it was a whole different thing being by yourself, man. It, it was. It's a whole different animal. But it's funny because I was actually kind of inspired by. Uh, and this this is so goofy, but I was I couldn't sleep one night and I was just going through TikTok and like you know they had their live section, and this is so ridiculous that this inspired me to want to go live by myself and just kind of do my own little thing. But I was inspired by a news station. <laughs> Oh yeah, that guy you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is this guy that goes live every day. He's an he he's a like four thirty a.m. news anchor in Evansville because they ended up being from Indiana too, which is so strange. But yeah, he just goes live and just shows people behind the scenes what the news looks like. And I was like, I was I was just in. I was like, oh yeah, I was interacting with him. He was answering my questions. I was like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> was that on TikTok? Yeah. What a weird laugh. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> so I was like. <laughs> Yeah, that was so bizarre. So I was, uh, I was for some reason, I was inspired by that. I don't know why, but like, you I gotta was get just on like, and let him know that I should. Hey, Mick, Mitch, uh, t- uh, Tanner, I just made it up. Nice, I, I, think, like I think that's his name, Tanner. Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, you know, you know his name. <laughs> I don't know Tanner's name and address. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah, is cool. strange. I know it's, I don't know why that happened, but it did. So pretty cool, man. Yeah. And you got some actual followers through that, right? Like 20 or something, you said? Yeah. Got like eight or 10 the first time, then 20 the next time. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so if you ever want to go live on TikTok, just buy your followers. Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you buy them from TikTok? No. It's it's completely third party. I'm pretty sure it's probably not even like, is it like a legal thing? Probably not. Who knows, man? I probably broke the law. But. Well, it can't be a law, right? It'd probably be like TikTok's rules, not oh, actually sure. like yeah, the law. Yeah, they do say, we'll do everything we can to protect your account. So yeah, that probably is not. But you just ratted yourself out to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, t- t- TikTok will do like once in a while, they'll go through like all the fake profiles and they'll try to distinguish them. So there may be a chance in the future you'll lose like 600 followers <laughs> randomly. But by then you might have 600. It's true. It's true. We'll see. But, but, you, yeah. but honestly, man, I don't really think it's bad because you did it for a good reason because like... Most of the people that get that big, they're not going to be able to talk about those things, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to be people that are doing ridiculous things. Exactly. So it'd be so easy to get social media famous if you didn't care about morality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Not that there aren't moral people that do it, but I'm sure. saying it's easier. Oh, absolutely. Anyway. What? Yeah. Moving on. Moving Ready on. Some questions? We got some good ones. All right, Mike. Um, <laughs> so... Here's a question. We got a video here. Uh, I'm not sure if this will be up for them or you're just going to link it to them. Or? Um, probably just link it. Yeah. It's like 12 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty long. So essentially we get this video. So here is question one. AJ, here's this video. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on it. Was it handled biblically and how would the remnant handle it? And I guess I can set it up for you if you want. Yeah. So essentially Matt Chandler, who's a pretty famous pastor. Um, you Most people know his name. He's a pretty famous yep. guy. He... This is about an issue he had where he stepped away and the elders were involved and he stepped away. A quote scandal, right? And the question is, if you watch the video, is is it real is it a scandal in the same sense as like Ravi Zacharias was and some of these other people? Um, and in it, do you want me to say the gist of it? Sure. Or, so in it, I guess I'm describing the video for you. You'll see that 
essentially he came out and said, hey, I'm going to take some time away for a while. The elders thought that was a good idea because he had an inappropriate relationship with a woman. Now, pause before you jump off and think that's crazy. The gist of it was there was nothing sexual said or done. It was through like Instagram Messenger or whatever was used there. Mm-hmm. And in his words and the elders' words, it was just that the the relationship was too familiar because the couple, him and his wife, were were friends with this husband and wife, this other husband and wife, and they essentially all knew that they talked, right? Everybody, but these two talked, had talked to alone in a message, mm-hmm. and essentially it was just he said the familiarity concerned them, and then there was some inappropriate jokes. Now, how this came about is he had gotten done with a sermon, came out into his foyer, right, for lack of a better word, and was meeting people, and this lady came up to him and kind of confronted him and said, you've been talking inappropriate to my friend, and he's like, whoa, he freaked out, because he's, he didn't freak out, but he's like, okay, he took this serious, he immediately went and found the elders and talked to them, and then they looked at it, and his wife already knew, but essentially, at the end of the day, it was decided that he was going to take a step back, and like, I don't know if he had to go to counselor or something, and, and, and that was the gist of it, just because the familiarity of it, and... um Again, his wife knew there was nothing sexual, there was nothing inappropriate in that way, but the familiarity mm-hmm. led to some jokes that were in his, apparently they felt were like inappropriate or coarse sort of. Yeah. Um, and we don't know any of the details, which by the way, I think that's that part's cool that yeah. we, don't know, we, don't, we don't need to know, no matter how famous, because it's, it's a church. So at the end of the day, that's their question. Thoughts on it, the situation, was it handled biblically, and then how would the remnant, which is the church that sponsors the show, how would they handle it? Yeah. Um, I think that, I don't know, man, I struggle with these things, because, like, whenever it comes to pastors getting, like, and, like, something, like, happening like this, and, like, there's just instantly, like, this, like, pressure to have to step back, I hate that, because mm. um, I don't think that's, like, when it says, like, wasn't handled biblically, I'm like, I don't, I feel like it's no, because, like, yes, pastors are held to a, quote, higher standard, but they're also, like, I don't know, man, they're still also just, they're human. They are believers in Christ. You know, like there is no like weird upper epsilon, you know, of like, yeah. 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 So it's like, did he repent? That'd be my question. Okay. He seemed pretty repentant because he he immediately looked at his actions. He repented the entire congregation. I don't necessarily think he necessarily had to do that. Exactly. He he probably needed to explain why he wasn't going to be there for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And so like, and And he's back by by the way now. I think he was gone maybe a month or two and then came back. Mm -hmm. And so like, he, it's not like he hid it. It's not like he, as soon as this like this was brought up, he immediately went to the elders. To me, he took steps that were right. I don't understand why he had to take a step away. Because to me, it's like I think about even like Matthew eighteen process here. Like he repented, you've won your brother. So why couldn't he just keep going? Yeah, you know that's my question uh, as far as like how if it was handled biblically. I'm like, ah, to me, I'm like no because I don't understand why he had to step away. I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, how would the remnant handle it? I think the remnant would have handled it the way I just explained to it. I think if he would have repented, there would have been no need for him to walk away. Yeah. Unless, you know, the only way I can get behind this, and it sounds like, is that I do think he mentioned being overworked mm-hmm. and kind of not resting and sort of, if in a way they were saying, listen, we're going to protect you. Mm. You need to take some time away because this led to here right now. We don't want it to go any farther because the reality is when you're tired and you're overworked and you're stressed, or alone, you know, that's when we tend to make mistakes. And, that's and so fair. if they if they were doing it in a sense of like, we've got to tell you to stop and take a break because you're not doing it yourself and look what happened. It could have been worse. I can get behind that. Yeah. Right? That Do makes I, sense. Now I will say, I'm with you here. I, so I can understand that. Um in in if that was the, the heart behind it. He didn't seem upset by the elder decision. He said he he got it. I do think that it's tough, man. Um, 
I know he's famous, right? For, for quote famous as far as a pastor. So maybe that's part of this, and that mm-hmm. comes with the the platform, the responsibility. But I do think that all it really did was create a little bit more fire for a lot of people out there to think that well, there had to be more than that because they wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? When there yes. doesn't seem to be no. And so at the end of the day, I wonder sometimes Wayne and I, I'm not saying they did it wrong because I am a big proponent of God gave the authority to the local churches. They're gonna they're gonna govern themselves. And yeah. He said that, and we got to trust that they did it that way. So it's not a matter of handling biblically. I think they handled it biblically. He's back. It's a matter of would we have handled the same way? I don't know, but I do think that one of the things that's tough in that situation is having to go be public like that, and you know he's going to have a lot more eyes on him that don't even go there because he's sort of a Christian thought leader, Yeah, is the, quote, scandal it made that maybe got bigger than it would have, but then you look at it the other way, if he had just stopped preaching for a while, would people have made assumptions there too? So it, it, it's a tough situation to be Absolutely. in when you're that big. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely think, I like what you said. I think a lot of times other churches, they view it as punishment when things like that happen, and that's not, I don't believe that's biblical. Yeah. And people are going to point to Titus. We talked about this recently, where it says, take them before the church and rebuke them sharply. Um, that's not the context of, no. of, the, of Paul talking about that. He, you know, the context were people who were preaching a false, false gospel, gospel so yeah. and weren't repentant. So you had to bring them up and say, these people are wrong. He's wrong mm-hmm. because it was affecting everyone's, you know, faith in their, what gospel are they believing in? Exactly. A true gospel or a false one? So, yes. Yeah, I think what you said is right on, and I think it's a tough spot to be in because of the platform that he had. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So, anyway, good question. Yes, appreciate you sending the video. Cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Next question we have is, it's Romans 5, 18 through 19, is often used as a defense of, quote, universalism. And it says, the idea that all people will be saved in the end. Can you explain the correct way to interpret this verse? <clears throat> they said, what is it, 18? 18 through 19. Oh, 18 and 19. Okay, so yep. that's this right here. Uh, so then, <clears throat> as through one trespass, there is condemnation for everyone. So also through one righteous act, there is justification leading to life for everyone. For just as through one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so also through the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Um, the context here, if you start, because again, Context matters. You need to go back and read. And what he's really talking about is um, it really starts this whole section. For while we were still helpless at the right time, this is verse 6, Christ died for the ungodly, for rarely will someone die for a just person, though for a good person perhaps someone might even dare to die. But God proves his own love for us in that that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. How much more, since we have now been justified by his blood, will we be saved through him from wrath? For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, then how much more, having been reconciled, will we be saved by his life? And not only that, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom, this is, that's the important part, through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received this reconciliation. Mm. So this next section, starting verse 12, he says, sin entered through Adam, and it kind of infected us all. And the point is, is that through Christ, and remember what it said here, through Jesus Christ, we have reconciliation. So through one man's actions, we are condemned. Not really, but sin infected us. We also have the ability to take advantage of one man's obedience, meaning Jesus, mm-hmm. to have reconciliation. That's so good. it's not universalism because the context here is Paul's making a point that it's, it's, it's God has allowed us to come back home 
through the same way in a way that we were sent away from home, right? Sin yeah. entered through one man, and Christ is the perfect Adam. He's the son that it should have been, right? And his obedience and his perfect life, we are now, we now have reconciliation. So that that's the clue, right? The clue is, um, <clears throat> and even in verse 15, it says, just to kind of wrap this up, but the gift is not like the trespass. So if by one man's trespass the many died, how much more have the grace of God and the gift which comes through the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflowed to the many? So, <clears throat> and again here at the very end, if we go to verse 21, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace will reign through righteousness resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm. So you have to take the whole thing... Um, in the context of the entire verse, yeah. right? The, the grace and the salvation and the reconciliation comes through Jesus Christ, not just because of Jesus Christ. That's good. Do you see the difference? Yep. So the difference being universalism is like Jesus just opened this gate, and because he opened the gate, we're all saved. Everybody can go through it. Yep. No, Jesus is the gate. If we want that salvation reconciliation, it must be through him. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think that's, that's, really good, man. that's the difference here. Mm-hmm. So that's the correct way to interpret the verse. I hope that helps. If it doesn't, feel free to pop in and, Absolutely. and ask. But does that make sense? 100%, you guys? dude. Really good. Well, well yeah. said. All right. Number two. Great question, by the way. Number two. Can a stay-at-home dad still lead his household? Thoughts on stay-at-home dads in general? Mm, I think a stay-at-home dad can definitely still lead the household. Um, you know, I know, like, he can still be a provider. Like, just because it's not... Maybe if he stay at home, it may not be specifically financially in that, but that doesn't like being a leader is not just strictly being financially stable, like not stable, but financially like like the leader, you know. Sure, I'm gonna be realistic. I I agree with you. I'm mm -hmm. gonna be. We kind of dealt with this years ago, and a guy first time we met a guy we used to call crawfish. He he actually got really angry because he thought we were saying we answered a question similar to this. I will. So I guess I'm going to upset people, but I hope you'll listen to the end of this. <clears throat> it depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. So in the situation of a guy we knew or this guy, he had a disability, right? Injury. Yep. He cannot work anymore physically. So he's staying home with dad. Is that, is he still, um, he's, he's called to be a leader of the home, right? And yeah. he still is. And he's, there's no sin in that. There's no shame in that. No. You know, et cetera. If you are an able-bodied man and you're not working, here's where it gets a little hazy. Stay with me. We're called to work, first of all. Yeah. Secondly, we are the leaders of the household, right? Let's talk about fat. I mean, men have been called to be the leaders. That is a not better than women. So if you're listening new, I'm not. They're not better. It, it's different roles. Yes. And when I say leader, I just mean when there's a tie, there has to be a tiebreaker. We know that in life, right? That's how we set things up. So that's kind of if that helps you. That's sort of how God set it up. He's the tiebreaker. Because of course you should make most decisions in mutual love, right? And decision making, <clears throat> but. It's very difficult, when we put this in real life, for a woman to respect a man naturally. It's already hard for women. Mm -hmm. In that way, if she's making, if she's the provider. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? Sure. There's almost a natural tendency for the roles to be switched. Yeah. So, um, I believe if you're an able-bodied man and you're not working, uh, you'd have to be honest with yourself as to why you're not. Yeah. I'm not saying there's not moments to so say you lose your job and there's a period, it could be years where you're trying to get a new job, you know, you know your heart. There's no sin in any of this. But let's let's not justify, I guess, laziness sometimes. That's good. Um, or those things. Cause that's the question. The real question here is what's the reason he's a stay-at-home dad? Right? Is it somehow benefiting the because again, there's a lot of different scenarios. There's people who have like their stay-at-home dads, but they make income maybe online. 
Yep. You know, things like that. And their wife has to leave. leave. So technically, they're the stay-at-home dad, but they're making income. So I just think that <clears throat> situationally, it's not in and of itself a sin. But I think you got to be honest with yourself. Not working in laziness is. Yes. Right? We well, are called to do that. Yeah. Um, we all know that intrinsically. Uh, and two, situationally, it makes it difficult, I think, naturally in our flesh for the roles to stay in the way that God intended them. Does that make sense? Yeah, so there's good. no, again, there's no shame in any of this situation to situation. So to answer the question specifically, can a stay-at-home dad still lead his household? Absolutely. In the case of the, because it's a spiritual leadership anyway. <clears throat> and what I would encourage a man who's a stay-at-home dad, my main point would be, hey, don't let yourself fall into that trap of, well, I can't really be a leader because I'm not bringing home the money. I can't really be a leader because of this. No, you still are. You can still lead spiritually. You can still lead in prayer. You can still lead in in being that guy who Absolutely. brings the stability to your home. Yes. So don't don't live in shame in that. Does that make sense? Kind 100%, of all dude. All right. Great question. Right. <clears throat> Next one we got. We got a lot of questions, by the way. Let's go. Do the nine so aspects of the, quote, fruit of the Spirit make one fruit, or are they nine different ones in relation to Galatians 5, 22, and 23? Galatians 5, 22, and 23. Um, again, context is important. Paul's talking to a church in Galatia. He's telling them how to act how to interact. There's apparently some division in there. There's some arguing happening, some big mm-hmm. issues. And verse 15 that kind of comes before this section, Paul says, or I mean 14, he says, um, let's start at 13. For you were called to be free, brothers and sisters, only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, Excuse me. Excuse me. but serve one another through love. For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out or you will be consumed by one another. 16 starts this section. He says, I say then walk by the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desire of the flesh. Mm-hmm. And after this, he starts making a difference between the flesh, which when Paul says this, he's talking about that old part of us, the part of us that God's you know, still working on, the part of us that will probably, some parts of it will be with us forever. There's almost two halves of us, right? There's the, the old man, Paul calls it, the old person in us who was pre, you know, is infected, for lack of a better word, by sin. Yeah. And then there's the new us, this Holy Spirit that's in us, that's changing us. And people don't understand this. We have a choice as Christians of which to follow. Will we follow the ways that come naturally to us sometimes, Mm. which is in the flesh, right, in this world? Are we going to choose to follow because we've been empowered by the Spirit to follow Jesus? Hmm. Without the Holy Spirit, you don't have that choice. You will love people when it's convenient to love people when you want to. As a Christian, we're called to love our enemies at times, love people. How does that happen? Well, it's a choice to follow the Spirit. We're empowered mm, to do that. It's good, man. So what he says here is he makes these comparisons. Here's, here's what happens when you live out of the flesh. He says the works of the flesh are obvious, verse 19, sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, that's chaos and hate, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, anything similar. And then he goes on to say, I'm warning you about these things as I warned you before. Those who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. We'll come back to that. It does not mean you don't you can lose your salvation. Practice those things mean people who were to live in that, that those things alone, those are they would not be able to enter the kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. For, for Christ. But then he says he makes a comparison. So that's what happens if you live out of that old person, that sinful person. Here's the comparison of what happens if you live out of the Holy Spirit. And he says, the fruit of the Spirit, this is verse 22, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I love this. The law is not against such things. And uh, I actually like the translation that says, um, you know, there is no law against such things, right? There's no, you don't need a law for any of those. They're good. Mm, So, and then verse 25 says, if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. He ends with, let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So again, go back to the initial context. He's saying, 
We live by the Spirit. We're not gonna we're gonna do those things if we don't. So don't become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another, because you're gonna devour each other. You're gonna consume each other. Yep. How do you do that? You have to walk in step with the Spirit. You have to live according to what it says. So I want to set all that up. Is the fruit of the Spirit one fruit? Or are they nine different ones in relation to Galatians? Best way to put this: apple tree. It grows apples. Some apples grow faster than others. Yeah. Right? If you go to apple tree, they're not all the exact same size. Nope. Some are smaller, some are bigger, but they're all apples, right? Yep. Same thing with this. So it depends on how you look at it. They're not a bunch of separate things. They're apples that show themselves, right? A Christian is going to distribute, is going to have these things. Yep. Does he mean that they're all going to be as evident in others in your life? No, that's the goal, right? I might not, I might be better at being kind and I struggle with self-control, but there still should be some self-control there. Yeah. Right, when I'm in the spirit. Does that that's make good. sense? Absolutely. Does it? I mm-hmm. want to make sure. So depends on what you mean. Yes, they are it, it that's why he says fruit. Right? He doesn't say fruits, right? Verse 22 doesn't say but the fruits of the spirit. It says but the fruit of the spirit is. Mm. So fruit would be like the apples of the apple tree are da 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 da. He doesn't say, but the fruits. Here's an orange. Here's a banana. Here's this. These are all the same good, right? This is how yes. this is how holiness and goodness shows itself in these various ways. It's good Makes sense. Yeah, hope, absolutely. Sorry, guys. I, I like say that, that a lot because I don't. I know me, and I can. I want to make sure I'm explaining it in a way that answers the question. Definitely. I think you answered okay. it. Great question, man. People yeah, are bringing it today. Absolutely. Alrighty, number three. Theoretically, if a new unmarried couple lived together without having premarital relations, is it wrong? They so, sex. here's yeah, <laughs> yep. So here's the thing: is it wrong for two people to live together? No, but you're playing with fire. That's good. And um, you know, I think this is, I think this is a question that uh, whether it's someone asking because you're currently doing this, like you're living with a, uh, with a woman. And you know there is nothing happening, but you're you're living together, or whether you're just asking it out of curiosity. I think that the problem with this is is that if you give yourself room to play with fire, you think you're going to think that you're going to become overconfident slash delusional that 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 it's not going to happen. And I think that uh, we should never put ourselves in a situation that can even like entertain that. So because um, even it say say you were. Say you were to put yourself in that situation and nothing happened, right? Like, you still think it was healthy to do that? No. <laughs> like, so, uh, you know, is that in itself, um, is it wrong? No, but uh, you're definitely setting yourself up to to commit sin, to be sinful in your thoughts. To You know, just, there's a lot of direction that can go in a bad way. So, you know, it's not wrong, but it's definitely playing with fire. So, yeah, that's what I got for that. I kind of agree. I, I agree with you, actually. Um so it's, you know, the Bible doesn't directly say living together before marriage is wrong, but we got to kind of read through it. Uh, Hebrews talks about keeping the marriage bed pure and undefiled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what you're saying is in a relationship. So what is sexual immorality? Well, the word, people know this, right? It's where porn comes from, pornea, pornea, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it means anything, man. Like even, so what does Jesus tell us that is? What is, adultery would be sexual immorality, right? Well, Jesus tells us that if you were to look at one with lust in your heart, you committed adultery there. So if you're living with your significant other, you're going to, like you said, you're never going to have more lust than if you did it. Mm-hmm. Even in your mind? Yep, exactly. So are you keeping the marriage bed pure and undefiled when you know you're seeing your significant other? Let's say you're a guy and they're walking around getting ready for bed and they say, all right, love you, good night, and they're dressed for bed. You're, 
let's be realistic. And you said that. You're mm-hmm. not going to have a singular lustful thought. Or you're like, Todd, I'm going to anyway. That's not true. If I don't see her getting ready for bed, if seeing her getting ready for bed is going to make it way more likely I'm going to have that thought than if I'm at home with By my myself, with my ro- my guy roommate who burps. You know, yeah, you're not going to exactly. have that thought. Exactly. Dude. So I think that the fact that we have to ask this question sort of tells us, mm-hmm. right? Why are we asking this in a way? Because I think we know. Yep. And um, even if it were possible, even if it were, and I don't think it is, I do not think a boyfriend and girlfriend living together are not going to do anything physically. I don't believe. I don't 100% believe. Hundred believe you. Like I, I, yeah, I'm I don't believe you. you. Um, but even if you were, it's causing your thought life, right? To be, are you keeping the marriage with pure and undefiled? In the it's sense good, of dude. that, that's my yep. thoughts on it. So good. It's not wise. Mm. Next good one. Good point, Adrian. I'll just build on what you said. How do we accurately determine the differences between cultural laws and commands that are meant to dictate the behavior of his followers? When I first, when you first read this, I'm thinking like, is he talking to he or she, whoever, sorry, whoever asked this question, are they talking about um, Old Testament laws, mm. right? Because that's, that's my mind first goes to mm-hmm. that. Things like we know all the laws in the Old Testament. <clears throat> so it's hard to understand what you mean. I believe biblically, if you're talking, let's just talk New Testament. I don't think there are... Um, culture i think anything cultural relates to us today so let me give you an example i don't think there is a distinction so say the one where it says we talk about this one a lot a woman is to remain silent in church Mm -hmm. okay some people be like well that's because of a specific issue right and they were yelling out so that means that you know it doesn't mean a woman can't you're right but it would mean that there is or like a woman can't teach and they think, oh, that's a, that's a cultural thing because, no, it's it's very literal and it may play itself out differently. Or the head covering. Yep. Remember it says a head, we've talked about this one, it says a woman, I do not allow a woman to go out without a head covering. It's not necessarily the head covering, it's what does that head covering mean? Remember back then we know that to not have it means you, having it in that culture meant you're under the authority of your husband, right? Like yeah. you're married essentially. Yep. So we put it in our terms. Yeah, maybe in our culture we don't do that, but it still applies. Imagine the women that wear thing, shirts that's, and this happens, like, I'm with, I'm with the idiot, right? Their husband, like, I'm with the moron. Like, people yep. that wear those kind of shirts. What do we think when we see those people? Do they respect their husbands? No. It's the same thing. So cultural laws, you know, that's sort of what it means. And we're supposed to base everything around our conscience, the Holy Spirit, what it tells us to do. That's with rated R movies. It doesn't address that, but some people know what that leads to. Um, so I think we got the simplest way is to go back to what Jesus says. What are the two laws for a Christian? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. All yep. of the commandments are wrapped up in these two. So that helps us know. Um, as a Christian, what we're bound by. We are actually freed from the law because Jesus fulfilled it, not in the sense we can do whatever we want, but we he made it simple for us. We don't worship other gods because that's not loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. We don't take part in pagan rituals because we know that. We don't, um, <clears throat> I don't know, we don't mess with the occult because that's, you know, we don't uh, commit adultery. Mm-hmm. We even though that's the Ten Commandments, right? All the Ten Commandments are, aren't they really wrapped up in those two? And that's Absolutely. what Jesus' point was. Yep. So um, I think if you're talking Old Testament, it's simple. We're freed from those. We don't have to follow those. If so, we'd have to do a sacrifice every year and all those yep. things. Jesus fulfilled all of that. But in a weird way, 
we are bound under them in the sense that what it is what is it to love people? Are you going to murder people? Are you going to hate people? Are you going to unf- not forgive people? Are you you know? Yep, that. exactly, dude. So, the question is a little broad, um, which may be why I'm all over the place. But hopefully, that gives you a sense of what I'm of an answer. Oh, definitely. Because like, if I not, let 100%. me know. Because it's it's difficult sometimes when I don't know specifically. Mm-hmm. His followers' behavior should be dictated by those two laws. Maybe that's the simplest way. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and love others as yourself. That's good. If you do those, it doesn't matter about the rest. It'll be handled. AJ, are ghosts and speaking to the dead real? So, you know, I know, first off, I'll just say that that kind of stuff intrigues me. I'm always, I've always been intrigued by, uh, you know, like the ghost hunting shows and all that. But it's, it can be dangerous, so don't get too caught up in that stuff. But I will say, uh, do I think it's real? Uh, yes, except, uh, you know, people are like, what are ghosts? Well, ghosts are demons. Um, so, you know, and speaking to the dead real, uh, I would say, again, it's a demon. But, um, you know, there's even examples of this, uh, of these kind of things in the Bible. Uh, who is it? It's Saul, right? Yeah, Saul. He, uh, he goes to a, what do they call it? Medium. A, yes, a medium and summons... Uh, Samuel. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That one's kind of confusing because you're like, well, if it's not Samuel, it's like, well, you read this, two things. One... God either had a specific purpose in that moment because it's still, he can have a specific purpose and still say, don't mess with the occult and sorcery. Or more likely, that was a demon posing, <laughs> posing, which yep. could happen. We There's no reason to say it isn't. Uh-huh. Um, either way, he's right. How do we know that? Well, the Bible tells us very clearly, both in analogies of Jesus, uh, Jesus tells a parable of the rich man uh, and Lazarus, mm-hmm. right? The man at the gate, and he dies, and he's over there immediately. Yep. We also know Jesus tells the thief on the cross, today you will be with me in paradise. There's only one of two places you're going to go. When you die, there is no waiting place. Nope. You will go to your eternal destination. That's right, So man. if that's the case, you're not going to be able to pull someone back up, right? And how do we know that, too? Well, remember, in the analogy Jesus gives of the rich man and Lazarus, the rich man is in hell, right? Yep. He said, tells Lazarus somehow, he's like, you know, can we send someone back to warn my brothers, that implies he can't go back. He mm-hmm. has no way to tell them. Yep. That's, right? that's a good he's point, dead. man. It's yeah. really good so point. I think you're right on. On demons, on the other hand, that's throughout Scripture. Oh, yeah. So why would a demon not pose, well, that was they were really nice, and they knew things only my grandma knew, and you know, it made me feel, well, of course a demon's going to want you to put your faith in that kind of stuff. Right, even if it's and that's just hard sometimes when it gives when it gives a sense of peace to someone. I remember a specific story we had someone in our church like, "Well, I know my, you know, my grandson came to me and showed, and I know that was God." And it's like I get like the enemy and demons are so. What's their overall goal? You don't think they'll do a little good for an overall like wrong? If they can make you turn from God at all or disobey Him or start to think there's other ways, they're gonna do that. Do it. Yes. Same reason that like, well, how do other religions cast out demons? It's the same thing. Like, Bob the demon tells Rick the demon, hey, I'm going to come up to you, right, and I'm going to pretend. Uh, you should just pre- you should just come out of that body so they put faith in this weird religion. Yep, okay. and, and not in Christ. Yeah. Yep, 100%. Mm-hmm. So. Good, good points, man. Yes. A third of heaven fell along with... It's, to the earth. It's, it's so <laughs> terrifying. That, that'll... Yeah. third of the heavenly host. Yep. How much is that? I don't oh, know. gosh. Let's see. Next question. What is the biggest difference between our beliefs and Catholic beliefs? There's a lot of them. <clears throat> Number one, one of the biggest would be what's called sola scriptura. Uh, as Protestants, we believe in that, which means we believe <clears throat> the, the sole authority for our lives is the Bible. <clears throat> Catholics do not believe that, and they'll tell you that. They believe that it's scripture and tradition. The tradition of the Catholic Church is just as important. 
So that's why they hold a lot of the sacraments as just as important, right? You have yeah. to do those because it, it is not. So they put tradition of um, the church on par with the Bible. Wow. So they've kind of added to it in a way, right? And that kind of fits with the second thing, which is the way we view the Pope. They believe that the Pope is the vicar, V-I-C-A-R, of Christ, which vicar means substitute. He is Christ on earth. So his words, what he says from the chair, that's kind of how it's, they say the chair, which is the seat of Peter, which is what they believe he sits in. It's been They literally believe that authority has been passed down, that each Pope has the exact same authority as Peter, right? And Peter, they believe, was given the authority of Christ. So... What he says is the word of God. Man, dude. Which is, they can, if they said right now, the Pope said, I don't know, go out and kill, I could kill all the babies. I don't know, something crazy. They need to do that. They would think that's, you get what I mean? Because that's given just as much or more than scripture. It's like a new revelation. Does that make sense? Yep. So uh, justification, too. We believe we're justified before God by faith alone, meaning we can't do anything Mm -hmm. to keep our standing with Him. It's Him. They believe in justification and what's called like uh, the, gosh, merriments or what are they? Merits. Merits. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Eucharist, um, confession, baptism, I think even matrimony, something else. These are all things that need to be done as well as having faith in God. And if you don't do those things, you're in trouble. You see Man, what I'm saying? Whereas yeah. we believe in justified and faith alone. Um, so there's a lot of differences there. And those are three of the bigger ones. There's other ones too, clearly. But yeah. I think those three will kind of give you the overall view of it. Yeah, man, it's good stuff. Yeah. I, good I, question. Hmm. What do you say? I was going to say uh, the the whole like idea of... Uh, Catholics putting like, like scripture and tradition on the same level. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I learned something from that. And that's where a lot of that comes from. Hmm. Um, five, if someone asks for forgiveness for a sin they committed, but still continue living in that sin, are they still forgiven by God without asking for forgiveness again? Or do they need to be completely out of that sin to be forgiven? That's a. Hmm. So I would say um, the best way to think about this, even for us, is mm-hmm. to think about a situation and then apply this. Yeah. Right. So I think that, uh, you know, if, if someone is continuing committing a sin um, and they ask for forgiveness, I think the big thing is repentance. Because, um, you know, it's interesting. I, I think like that, that you're bringing this up, man. You're not, you're, you're differentiating between repentance and asking for forgiveness. Yes, because that's, that's, that's important. Somebody can ask for forgiveness over and over again and not change. And um, that's not true repentance because repentance requires action. Mm, um, that's good, man. So, um, now, what you did say, though, is uh, do they need to be completely out of sin to be forgiven? No, they don't, because um, that would be putting a ceiling on God's grace. That's good. Um, so I think that there's a difference between asking for for forgiveness and repentance. I think that asking for forgiveness can be a part of repentance. Um, it is a part. I agree. Yeah, yeah it is a part of it. Um, but if there's no action after that, I don't think that's true repentance. But even in the midst of somebody who's continually asking for for forgiveness and not repenting, that doesn't mean that uh, that sin uh, that they cannot be forgiven for that sin. If that makes sense. Mm. So, um, I think that <clears throat> I completely agree with you. I would say specifically to you. Let's say this is you asking the person. Mm-hmm. If you are the person, so I always think of sexual sin. Yep. Okay. Um, that, that's one people tend to go with the most. Yeah. Uh, even though it could be anything, it could be drunkenness or whatever. I think this is why it's so important and why God says, you know, work out your faith with fear and trembling. Um, 
your salvation, I mean. <clears throat> you got to be honest with yourself. It, are you trying at all? There's a difference. Mm -hmm. Have you repented, right? So let's say someone repents of pornography. And this is going to be probably a little... Um, what is the word, man? I'm getting dumb. What's the word when it's like not popular? Um, <sighs> there's, you know, scandalous. <laughs> it's like scandal, but not quite as bad. Controversial. There we go. Dude, I'm telling you, I, this is another topic I can bring up. I'm literally worried. <laughs> things are, crazy things are happening. Yeah. So something that's controversial is, uh, it might be controversial, but I believe it's biblical. You could repent of that and make effort. Okay, this came up. We had a guy that fought through and held off for I don't remember how long, two hundred days or something. I mm -hmm. remember, right? With no, and he was addicted before. That's a beautiful thing. He ended up giving in. Yeah. Did that mean that that he wasn't really trying at all? That their repentance wasn't real? No, of course not. The other thing we got to remember is what saves someone. Mm. What saves someone is faith in Jesus alone. Amen, dude. But your faith is going to be shown in how you approach these things. Yes. And this is where it kind of gets complicated, and it's hard to describe if you're not a real believer sometimes, right, if you don't have the Holy Spirit. Do you have the Holy Spirit and, and don't, you're stuck in something you don't want to believe, you know, and you're struggling to get out of it, and you, or you have conviction, or do you do it and you say you're sorry because you're supposed to, but you don't really have any con conviction. You need to be worried about that if you don't. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't feel comfortable. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. So I don't know if that, that helps, but I think, I think you does. answered it really well. I just want to make sure people know, like, in that moment, it's, it's, it's hard to answer because a Christian's not going to be comfortable living in that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you found yourself to a point where you like, yeah, I say I'm sorry every now and then, but I don't think about any other time, well, you've got to ask yourself, do I really know him? Do I have the Holy Spirit? It's good, man. That's different. Absolutely. And that's not really tied to the action as much as it is what's going on in your heart. Yes. All right. Since becoming saved, I feel like that is so much more weight on me. Why is that, and how do I fix it? My guess is if you've got a lot of weight on you, you're still tying it to yourself and your actions, or you're tying it to other people's uh, view of you, right? So if you're feeling weight, you're trying to measure up to some standard, which you're like, okay, Todd, I don't understand. You told me I'm supposed to. We always talk about it's kind of this weird dichotomy, right? You've got to pursue perfection, pursue holiness, while at the same time accepting you may never get it on this side of, you won't get it fully on this side of heaven. Um, I've noticed that in my life when the weight is the heaviest, one of two things, people are putting weight on me, right? The weight of like my sin. They're saying something's wrong with my, they're, they're confusing my identity with my sin. Yeah. Or I'm confusing my identity with my sin. I've done this, so I am this. Yep. Or I'm trying to earn my place, and you're never mm. going to be able to do that. Does that make sense? That's Definitely. typically when I believe that. Or you've been, you know, sometimes you're in, you got to ask yourself what kind of, some people have, they're in a religion that sort of talks about Jesus, but it really still puts the weight of your salvation on you. That's good. So that would be my thoughts. Yeah. Uh, how do you fix it? Go to Scripture. You know, the ver it tells it very clearly. Jesus tells us in John, I believe, 14, I will never let go of you. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, Romans tells us, believes from what can separate us from the love of God? Neither height nor depth, you know, nothing. Yeah. Um, Romans 8, 1, there's no condemnation in Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, Romans 8, I believe, 28, or is it 18? Um, God will work out all things for the good of those who believe according to their purposes. Mm -hmm. Romans 8, 18, I believe, says... <clears throat> um, I consider that our present sufferings are not worthy to be compared yep. to the glory that will be revealed in us. These promises that God has, that even when we let go of Him, He won't let go of us. That's right, man. 
And I don't live in this. I struggle with this myself. So me telling you this is like, it's, it's a constant reminder because yes. the church today, I think a lot, not the whole church, but a lot of our churches, they're scared of how that, that they're scared of the Holy Spirit being what saves us and holds us. Yes. And we're so afraid of a bunch of fake Christians that we're willing to condemn Christians, you know, yes, and then I have just wait. Dude. So that's just my thoughts on. Yes, that. makes me also think of like my yoke is easy and light. Like that's yeah, Jesus said that. Yeah, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Yep. How long have we been going here? I think you can look on the back of that production guy. <clears throat> Let's um, see. Oh, we're going long. That's Ooh. what it's two. It's two hundred episode, man. That's right. Um, we still got to make a couple, a couple of our little special things here. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. What's the next one? Okay. AJ, do you yes. have to be baptized to go to heaven? I always get tripped up on this. I always do. I don't know why, because I feel like we've been asked this so many times. But here's the I'm thing. assuming they mean uh, water baptized, mm-hmm. like dunked in water. I don't think... So the action of itself of getting baptized does not save you, but Correct. I believe a Christian gets baptized, Correct. if that makes sense. So let's say you become saved, I don't know, and like, then you get shot five minutes later and die. Are you saved or not? So you weren't able to get water baptized, mm-hmm. but you did, you know... Give your life to Christ, commit. Then, make yes, it. you're definitely going. Yeah. So it's like the 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 act in itself alone does not get you to heaven. No. Yeah. But Scri- does a Christian do it? Yes. Yeah. And Jesus kind of talks about when he says, You must be born again when, he, when Nicodemus comes to him. Um, you know, in spirit um and water. So essentially, you have to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, meaning you have to be transformed. Yeah. The the water baptism is a public decoration. If you're unwilling to do that and have the opportunity because maybe you're ashamed, then you might not be. I was going to say that again. But, that's but that's more of that's an indicator heart. of your actual salvation, not the reason for it. Yes. Yeah. So, hmm. no, the water itself doesn't have any power to save you. Mm. Age, right. or it's you. Oh, yeah, it's you. Sorry. <laughs> How do you cast your anxieties on Jesus when you keep trying to lay them down but can't seem to do so? You talk to him about it. Pray about it. Mm. Choose to. You know, anxiety is one of those things you can't necessarily control, but you can control what you do with it. Yeah. So, you know, I sometimes struggle to believe I'm forgiven, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to keep going, not going to go to him and say, Lord, help me. Mm. No, I feel anxious. I'm scared. Um, the other thing is to talk to people around you, other believers who can remind you of truth mm. and pray for you. The Bible says that confess your sins to one another for the prayers of a righteous person are powerful indeed. And it doesn't mean that there's, they, the power is in that. There's, I think there's some special, there's something in the humility of telling God, this is where I'm at, you know, oh, yeah. and doing that to someone else. So That's a good man. keep trying. And the other thing I would say is to do what we said, cling to scripture. Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow, right? For tomorrow's enough worries. <clears throat> I've got this. So keep just, just keep doing it. Let go of the temptation to figure it all out yourself mm. and rely so on people man. around you. Cause that's why he That's gave us, gave us the church. Um, Recommended Bible reading for a new Christian. This person was unchurched. Definitely one of the Gospels. Um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Um, I think that that's a, such a great starting point because then they can understand like what Jesus has done for them, like and like you know what he's went through. Like I think it's very impactful. So definitely one of the Gospels. Completely agree with him. <clears throat> I always used to say John, and then I realized, well, I was kind of reading one time, and John does have that one little beginning part that can be confusing, which is the Word was with God. If you don't know what that is. Um, but I still think it's good. Mm-hmm. Any of them work. Yeah. Any of the Gospels. But if you made me pick one now, I might say Mark. Mm. Um, because Matthew's got some uh, 
the Jewish stuff, but it, it, any of it, like I started Matthew mm-hmm. when I first became saved and I don't, it wasn't wrong. Like it, yep. I was fired up still and it's cool to see who Jesus really is. Oh, absolutely, dude. So good. That's great, man. I agree with you. Uh, oh yeah, it's you. Do you think sins can vary for different people? Uh, yeah, in the sense of if you mean specific struggles, sure. One yeah. guy might struggle with alcoholism and being drunk, drunk. Another person might struggle with sexual morality. Another person might struggle with arrogance. Another person might struggle with um, anger. You know, so the way it shows itself. Remember the works of the flesh. It can just like the fruit. Some of it naturally happens in us more than others. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, I think struggles can be. Um, <clears throat> the severity of sin is the same regardless. Like its effect, you know, on us. Yes. Even though the effect on others can be clearly worse depending on. Oh, hundred percent. Good question. Yes. <clears throat> All right. So this next one: Can I call myself a Christian if I sometimes question God's existence? It's a good question, man. Um, so oh, for man. me personally, uh-huh. what or woman? Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Uh, here's the thing. I would say yes. Of course you can. You know, you like you're gonna have doubts. It even says that. You know, like it talks about, you know, I even think about the story of Job, right? Like mm. how he was, you know, this, this, you know, he followed God and it had all these, you know, all these things happened to him and he, he did question God mm. and God came and spoke to him. But even then he still blessed him with a life after, you know, it wasn't just like you've questioned me now it's over. That's not how it works. Um, so, you know, can you call yourself a question, a, a question? Can you call yourself a Christian? Yes, you can. Um, even if you, you know, sometimes question God's existence, you know, God is the God of the universe. He created all this. He can handle you having doubts sometimes. It's okay to talk to him about it. So. I would agree. I mean, we all, we're human. And I think faith, that's supposed to be, we say this a lot. The beauty of faith is, is trusting and following when we have doubts like that. That shows the Amen, people that dude. have faith, right? Yes. The very fact that you're asking that question shows you care and mm-hmm. shows your heart towards him. So that's good. Absolutely. All right, man. Last one we have for today. Uh, what do you think about Valentine's Day? Hey, the question says Todd. What do you think about Oh, my bad, my bad. Todd, <laughs> what do you think about Valentine's Day? Weird pause, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess if you're asking me, <clears throat> I, I, I don't really have a strong feeling for it either way. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, it's a made-up holiday. Like, who cares? Like, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 yeah if people... I think it's fine for people to have a day that they single out of the year. Like people are like, you should have it every day. I'm like, dude, it's okay to have a day mm-hmm. where you're focused on showing your love for people. Who yeah, cares? Well, you celebrate if, it. Yeah, who cares if people like some companies make money off? I don't care. That's, if you're asking me from a like a biblical standpoint, if I think there's anything wrong with it because Valentine's comes from Cupid or some weird, I think that's all dumb. And yeah. I think, um, sorry, if you, if you, unless your conscience tells you, if your conscience tells you you don't want to do it, don't do it. But mm-hmm. for me. I don't have an issue with it. I'm not. I'm also not one of those guys. Even, you know, date, times I was single, times that I've, you know, all that stuff. I, it didn't make me sad. I wasn't one of those guys. Who's like it's Valentine's Day. I don't have someone. I just yeah. For, and I'm not mocking people that struggle with that. I'm just saying for me that was just never a big deal. Sure. Kind of like New Year's Eve. I've told yep. you about. Yep. So I think it's cool to have a day that people if they want to take that and make it special and focus on the people they love. Yeah. And I but I also think you know you shouldn't beat yourself up. Agreed. You know, on those days that if you don't have someone, because it's just a day. 100% agree, dude. To me, it's like, to me, it's like if someone's like, you know, how they say like, well, it should be Valentine's Day every day. It's like saying like, you know, you should almost like celebrate someone's birthday every day. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, you know, you yeah. take that day of the year to recognize someone like, hey, it's, you know, it's your birthday. You know, it's, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, it almost sounds here. bitter when you say yeah. that. Sort of. Strange. Um, I do think one other thing I thought, <clears throat> if you're married or in a relationship and the other person thinks it's important, I think... 
like agape love, right? So from if even though it's not important to me, if it's important to my significant other, I should probably still make it important. Right? <laughs> that's like, good, man. Because I think that's that's something to keep in mind too. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm really <coughs> glad you brought that up. Yeah. Anyway, great questions, and we have even more, so it'll be good for the times to come. But oh, absolutely, AJ, I think you said you have something for us. Yes. So uh, I don't really have a name for this this segment for episode two hundred. up, call you. Yeah, there we go. There it is. It's called Bada Bada Dot Call You. Here we go. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're going to be calling some people completely random. They don't know we're calling them. So we'll see how this actually goes. <laughs> but we have some questions for them. So, um, yeah, that's that's really the, the point of it is to, you know, we're asking some questions about real talk and, um, you know, just, you know, what they want to hear and, you know, just some message, you know, if they have a message for you guys listening. So it'll be interesting, man. We have a little uh, list of people here. So. Yeah, man. That's really the gist of it. Okay, you gonna call the yeah. first one there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first one we have on our list here is actually Mr. Timmy. All right. Let's see if he answers. Yep, we'll see. He's gonna answer. Wow, that's gonna be funny. What if he's like, What do you want, bozos? <laughs> exactly, yeah. dude. I was literally thinking that. I was like, Tim's probably gonna be like, What's wrong? Oh, I, I'm yeah, about to call. I'm about okay. to call right now. All right, here we go. It's ringing. <laughs> Hello, Tim, and welcome to episode 200 of Real Talk. You are part of a segment where you're calling random people and asking them questions. Are you excited? Nice. I'm very excited. <laughs> you sound like it. So, the best part's how he answered. Hello? <laughs> Hello there, friend. <laughs> nice. We'll edit that. <laughs> That's hilarious. First question, Tim, is, hey, it's Real Talk. How are you doing today? doing all right just uh, messing with all the kids who are caught chaos how long have you been a listener and what makes you keep listening tim <laughs> i've been a listener since the first episode yep <laughs> that's true and what makes you keep listening um there's a there's a couple of things that i really like to 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 hear through which would be catching up on your guys personal walks and lives and the things that you're going through but like biblically how you're dealing with that and then I really like to kind of dig into scripture and stuff. So when you guys get those tough questions and things that you kind of have to wrestle through, that's always um, something that I'm interested in listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. That's yeah, good stuff, man. Um, what is one thing you like to see Real Talk do, or is there something you miss? I would love to see Real Talk kind of get more involved in sort of like what's happening in the world and what that means for the church. Mm. Nice. So there's a lot of things out there that are very like touchy, right? But they still impact the church and and you know us as individuals. It's great. Right? Yeah. And uh, you know, there's it's kind of a tough thing to kind of delve into, but so I totally understand. But that'll yeah, be cool. no, thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> Do you have a favorite moment from the podcast? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> That's a bit of a tougher one. I, in general, I, I'm always up for a, a roasting of uh, of AJ. So that's, that's always. <laughs> Gosh dang it! <laughs> oh yeah, man, a classic roast of AJ. Man, that's that's always relevant. and It's always fun. So I, I understand. Yeah. Um. 
On the spot, I don't really have anything specific. No, man, right. roasting of AJ, it's perfect. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> last question I got for you, Tim, is uh, you got a single message to tell the listeners. What is it? What would I say? <laughs> On the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the big things is that you guys are, are very genuine and real. Mm. So, like, it's not a cliche thing that real talk is is just you know trying to be another thing that proposes that they're real because there's a lot of other ones out there in the world um whether that's good or bad or indifferent or whatever people think like you guys are what you are and um Mm. i think that's great and i think it's needed in the church and um if people actually really listen that you Mm. guys have uh, made a lot of change and impact in in a lot of people's lives including my own Mm. so um that that's one thing I would encourage people to do, and um, especially with a lot of the things that are happening, you know, around the world, and even in our local communities and things like mm. like that. Um, God, you know, is is very real, and ha- how can we make that relevant so people can hear and understand and know gospel and the truth? Because it's becoming more and more difficult, and uh, you guys are doing it. So, to encourage you guys, like it, it, it's awesome you guys continue to do this even when it's difficult and hard hmm. so i'm encouraging all the listeners it's just you know keep hanging on i know sometimes that maybe the episode isn't the greatest you know for the week that people wanted it to be but like hmm. tons of great stuff in there all the time so um you know and it all leads back to god for for his glory and um, who he is so Amen. yeah that's what i would say thanks so much dude no that's a great message i hope people are listening man it's good stuff tim Love you, brother. Thank you so much for being willing to just uh, pick up the phone at random and talk about life a little bit. So you're awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, not a problem. Love you both. Yeah, love man. You too, love man. you too, man. Thanks. Have a good rest of your night. You too. All right. See you, Bye. Dan. <laughs> the best part was you just waiting as though you're like wanting him to say something before you ask the question. Like, that's cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> This reminds anyway. me of uh, this reminds me of the, of the uh, time that someone broke into our to the home and we had to <laughs> you had to be called the cops and yeah i remember that too oh, man good stuff man. we were just having a nice <laughs> leisure nice conversation <laughs> yeah anyway all right man that was fun Who's next on the list yo we I got you. we got norman all right give him a ring ding all right we got a ring ding i wish going. i hadn't said that <laughs> i wish i hadn't said that oh all right let's see if this one goes a little smoother <laughs> i doubt it but <laughs> <laughs> hey man it's all like you said we are what we are yep all right, it's ringing. What's up, AJ? Yo, what's up, dude? That's the greatest thing ever. Norman, I have what's great up? news for you. What's up? You are currently on episode 200 of the Real Talk web series. We are calling people to ask them some questions about Real Talk. What's but, up, uh, guys? Hey, nice. what is up? <laughs> Yo, so first question, Norm. It's Real Talk, man. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, actually. We're getting ready to have Ian's basketball. He's got a uh, two more practices. Today's his uh, first practice before the big tournament, so we're excited about that. Oh, nice. You'll have to tell me wishing the best of luck, man. Heck yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely. All right, man. Now, you've been a listener for a while, but we want to know, how long have you been a listener, and what makes you keep listening? Uh, I've really been listening on and off since it... Uh, it began. There was a time where I missed quite a bit because I 
kind of got my own self and hmm. I didn't make it a priority, uh, which I should have. And hmm. then, uh, why I listened to it, why I got back to it is because for me, uh, I don't really get to, I mean, I get to talk to a lot of people for work, but I don't really get to have like in-depth conversations. Mm-hmm. And so I listen to it because it, it causes me to think, uh, you know, about my own faith uh, with what you guys share and how I can, how I can be better myself. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, because it feels like I, I am having those conversations with you guys, even though I'm on the opposite side of the screen. Well, that's really good. That's great, dude. Thank you so much. Uh, what is one thing you like to see Real Talk do, or is there something you miss that we that we used to do? Hot button topic. <laughs> dude, he's, been, he's been telling you this forever. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> oh. That's got that's got to happen. That's just the coolest <laughs> thing in the world. And then one thing I miss is I actually did like how you guys used to have it set up on uh, like the live where you guys were up uh, upstairs. And you actually, when you were, it seemed like more like the interview style when you were live, where you had like, oh yeah, sitting on the couch. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you liked that? Yeah, I, I really liked that because it, it felt more mm, something we need to remember. More kind of like at home, like felt mm. more like a, you're kind of like actually having a conversation. Mm, nice. I man. felt like there's more. It almost felt more natural than what it does now. Oh, got you. Yeah, it's good to that's, know. Absolutely, we'll keep that in mind, man. Uh, do you have a favorite moment from the podcast? Oh, uh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the Clint and his milk. Oh, that's my favorite too. Man. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. The hot. It's not. Give me the milk. <laughs> <laughs> the hot Clint Chronicles. Dude, that, that was a classic one too. Cause that was a uh, production guy. Blake was, was disappointingly looking at us the whole time going, this is a terrible idea. And we're like, oh, we're doing it anyway. So, <laughs> Yes, yes, that, that, those were great times. Oh, absolutely. You know, I thought the church might burn down, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right, man, I got one more question for you. Okay. You've got a single message to tell the listeners. What is it? Uh, that we need to take... Uh, watching real talk and sharing real talk seriously Hmm. uh, because I know for like us, we've had people that have uh, came to church, Hmm. our current church because of real talk. Hmm. Uh, And yeah, I feel that if we are holding back and we're not sharing real talk, that there could be someone out there that needs real talk. There might be someone out there that's looking for, uh, you know, a church home that's looking for a safe place to ask the questions that could ask, like, so if we're not using that opportunity to, to share it, then we're kind of robbing somebody. That person might not even know Jesus. Mm. And if, if we hold that back for them, I don't want to be the person that holds somebody back from Jesus. That's good. That's really good, Norm. Hey, man, thank you so much for being willing to pick up the phone and answer some random questions, man. You're the man. We appreciate you, Norm. Absolutely. Love you guys. Love yeah, you love too, you too, dude. Have a great night. Thank you. All right, see you, man. <laughs> All right, I'll make a call here. All right. Oh, you nice. got the questions? Yep, right here. Oh, boy. <laughs> listen, man, there's there's one thing about me, okay? Listen, when I'm on a show trying to ask people questions at random, I'm not fully myself. I can already feel the weird really? pressure. You can't? No, man, That's I feel weird. this weird, like, game show, like, AJ. He's like, hello. Oh, I'm calling. <laughs> 
Hi there, Mandy. This is Todd Blanton Connie from Real Talk. <laughs> I wanted to let you know that. Uh, so you got a couple minutes? Sure. We're calling you as a special segment that no one knew about until the last minute from AJ, in which we are calling people and asking them questions that we, I'm sure, were prepared months earlier. Yeah, so here's his number. Here's question number one. I'm sure you can tell the ones that I wrote and were written other places. It's real talk. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you doing? doing? Doing well. Doing well. Number two, Mandy, how long have you been a listener and what makes you keep listening? Oh, man. Um, I have been a listener since the very, very first episode of Real Talk. So nice. however many years that has been, I'm not real oh. sure. Uh, and what keeps me listening is literally Real Talk keeps my mind where it needs to be. So everything around us can be loud. Mm. And, uh, a lot of it's not good, and it doesn't keep my mind where it should be. But whenever I listen to Real Talk, it just helps me remember that I'm a part of a kingdom that I don't see around me. Mm, that's so good. For that. I also am not a great talker when it comes to my emotions. Huh. And I think that the way that you guys share and are able to discuss that has been really helpful for me because it helps me a lot. I also find the main uh, host, Todd, to be really this is. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> the best, I want to point something out real quick. When you guys, while you were talking, I don't know if you noticed this with AJ, and you were, this is not really to do with you, Manny, though you can hear this. When you were sort of going, pretending like la holding your laughter, do you realize that you were doing it as though no one could see you on the camera do that? <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Like he's like, <laughs> they, they can see that happen. So number three, <laughs> you'll see what I mean later. What is one thing what was one thing you'd like to see real talk do and or is there something you miss? Well, I really I would really like to see um I like when you guys do like uh I forget what you guys called it, but when you deal with real the real news it's two of those. Like, it's I really like to get a faith-based perspective on the things that are going on around us and maybe even the things that are not shown on like mainstream media. So I really like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I would like to see more of that. And I would also like to, uh, I miss when, what was it called? Uh, your production guy, Blake, does it. And he gives like really big intros. And I don't know if that happens every week, but it's something that I want to happen every week on live. Overrated, underrated? You talking about overrated, underrated? underrated? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're the second person to say they miss the real views, real news, essentially. And the sad thing is, and I'll give Fun Turn credit on this, he has that ready every week. We it's just true. never do it. It's true. We so just that's, don't. Yep. That's, that, that punches us in the face. To, like, turn in stuff that they wonder about, too. Like, maybe if you ask people, like, if there's stuff that maybe confuses them or they hear about it, it makes them nervous stuff like that sometimes it just brings peace to hear a perspective that's mm. coming from christians on it, you know yeah that makes sense i'm just hurting uh yeah that makes sense uh next do you have a favorite moment from the podcast 
from the podcast, not live, right? Yeah, I suppose it could be either. It'll technically it's a podcast, but okay. Well, because we've had people mention the Clint thing, so yep, yep. I mean, your guest you had on there, you got the most views ever, but she hasn't been asked back yet. But um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I really thought it was quite funny that most of you were unable to talk. Todd, you obviously handled it much better than AJ did. Uh-huh. Uh, I just found the whole thing to be hilarious. The fact that people were worried so much about AJ and that you were trying to be the one to lead it, but we're quite literally having a very hard time talking at all. It was very hot. Um, yes. Yeah, I really thought that was funny. And I made 20 bucks from it. So I remember that from uh, Fun Guy Austin. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, by the way, if you want to see any of these moments, folks, they are uh, on video. We ought to maybe release it as an audio, too. You probably could. Yeah, yeah I could. Um, on, the, on Spotify. But we have a... Um, what is it? What do you call it? highlights that yep. show some of those funny? We might we might do that. Put that on a podcast form. It'd still be funny. They're still funny to listen to. Oh, absolutely. Uh, anyway, thank you for saying that. Finally, last but not least, here you are on on the air. You have uh, you've got a single message to tell the listeners. What is it? Uh, my single message. My single message to tell the listeners would be: It's all real. All Amen. of this is real. Um, yeah. They, you call it real talk, but I mean. We get really distracted by everything around us, but the kingdom is real, and that's exactly what the enemy mm. wants us for us to be distracted. So I think my message would just be that it's all real. God Amen. You. It's all real. Don't give up. Put your mind on things that will remind you of that because mm. there's a whole lot of other voices all around there, and the truth is much more powerful if we just listen for it. Mm. Amen. That's really good. Well, thank you, Manny. Appreciate you answering, and uh, yeah, we love you. Thank you. I love you. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Nice. Well, we've learned something. Real we, news, real yeah, news, man. Yeah. <laughs> get oh, by the way, it. I actually remember what I was really going to say back when he was doing his show, uh, like the TikTok, yeah. is the fact that our show name got made fun of by these people, too. Oh, it's true. Like, yeah. out of nowhere, he told him we had a real uh-huh. talk. What did the guy say? He's, <laughs> yeah, because I was, I was out of nowhere. People are just cruel. Yep, because I was like, yeah, you know, I do a podcast. It's called Real Talk for the church I, I go to. And then the guy goes, Real Talk? What a great name. It's the most bland name ever. <laughs> <laughs> I actually and, said and, that was a funny the only comment. comment he left. That was it. He was in and out, just roasted and gone. Dude, that comment was like, not that one was actually funny <laughs> as opposed to just evil. You know what I mean? Because he started it off like Real Talk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the most bland name ever. Anyway, I like it. it. Made me think maybe we should change the name. Oh, chat time. Anyway, <laughs> chat time. Sounds like a genuine conversations. Genuine conversations. Yeah, that's true. Genuine that's a, conversations. That, that's a, made me think of the old rapper or R and B artist. You never heard of that guy? Genuine. Anyway, no. I've heard of this podcast, Blake, and heard great things about it. Mm. Anyway, well, we have two left, mm-hmm. and possibly, possibly. Part of me wants to call the last one here, if you see. The one that you're concerned won't even, will not like it. And I think that's going to make it fun. By the way, my arm is exhausted. And I don't know if it's from my, I couldn't hold the phone. So if you're watching and I kept moving, it's almost like I worked out, but I, I didn't yet. I mean, my arm is tired. Do we, very strange. Do we address him as Mad Max? Sure. All right, I'm game. Probably best. All right. <clears throat> He's go. probably sleeping, isn't he? Got you're like, why is he sleep? He's got a he's got a wild life. Get sleep when he can. Hello. 
Mad Max, welcome to episode 200 of Real Talk. We've called you at random so you can answer some questions for us. Oh, boy. <laughs> he goes, oh, boy. I love it, man. Uh, let's see. I lost my questions. There they are. I found them. All right, man. First question we got for you, Mad Max. It's real talk. How are you doing today? That's so ridiculous. Uh, pretty good. Um, I'm currently a, a, was a plan on hanging out with Zach. He's running a little late. It's okay. I'm running a little late, too. Oh, I'm sorry about Zach. <laughs> sorry about Zach. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Listen. We know you've been a listener for a little while, but we want to know, how long have you been a listener, and what makes you keep listening? Um, how long have I been a listener? It's coming up on three years now. Hey, it seems longer. Wow. Three years, man. That's wild. What, keep, what makes you keep listening? <laughs> He's like, I'm not. Um, well, certainly catching up on hearing the shenanigans of your guys' lives is, is always entertaining. <laughs> but, That's uh, a good way to put it. A lot of times I, I get question answers to questions I didn't know I had. Oh, that's good. Or I gives me a chance to think about things that I wouldn't normally think about, like mm. different perspectives. That's good. Yeah, that's really good, man. Thank you. Uh, what is one thing you like to see Real Talk do, or is there something that you miss that we used to do? <laughs> I like that. I like it. He's taking it serious. Oh yeah, man. That's one thing about Mad Max, man. He takes it all serious. Um, something I think think that drew me in, especially in the beginning, was uh, notably at that time it was AJ, like like processing through emotions a lot mm. on on air. Because I remember numerous times I'd have to pause the episode, like, wow, I never thought never thought about that. What? How's that apply to me? Oof. Dang. It's good, man. Yeah, man. I will continuously cry on air over and over again just for you. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Do you have a favorite moment from the podcast? Favorite moment from the podcast? <sighs> I've never really liked anything. Uh, <laughs> Are we, are we counting live? Or sure. Yeah, yeah. We've called multiple people, and they've also included live, so go for it. Um, yeah, probably watching you guys in pain from uh, Hot Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that seems to be a popular one. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely a popular one. We'll keep that in mind, and we will continue to suffer, because that's, <laughs> that's yeah. we oh. do it for the people. Hilarious every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, we got one more question for you. You've got a single message to tell the listeners. What is it? It's going to be good. It oh, seems yeah. to be better every day, even if it's something small. Nice. Small win is better than no win. Preach. Man, it's good, man. It's good stuff, Mad Max. Almost called you by your real name, but I didn't. So uh, um, They probably know by now. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. It's a huge mystery. Hey, kayfabe is real, okay? Oh. So I'm going to keep it up. Mad Max, we love you, brother. Thank you so much for being willing to pick up the phone and answer some random questions. You're awesome, dude. I love you, uh, both of you guys as well. All, All right, right man. man. See you. Yep, have a good day. See you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Mad Max. Hey, he did a good job, he did man. Real good, man. Heck yeah, Mad I've Max. I've said this before. He's a great speaker. He just he didn't is. think he is. Uh-huh. So. Well, there we are. We've done it. 
It was a show that was more spectacular. We could even put into words. Yeah, man. As you mentioned. About to but before we finish again. this up, mm-hmm. we said we were going to let Blake give us his thoughts. That's right, man. So, Blake, we don't need to ask you how long you've been watching the show. That's pretty obvious. Yep. But how are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say I'm doing pretty good. Like I said, um, it, was, it was cool being able to hop in. You know, I didn't even really put together when you guys asked me to come on that this would kind of be like a milestone episode. Yeah. And being able to kind of go back to the roots almost is, is pretty cool. Um, overall today, I'd say I'm doing pretty good. Been in a pretty good place. Was, you know, getting some really good work done, <clears throat> reading a lot of cool stuff, just trying to work on things. So, MVP. Nice. MVP, man. Let's see. What is one thing you like to see Real Talk do? Oh, boy. Or something that, you, that we used to do that you want back? Um, I can't speak, but... Yeah, you said it completely different to him for some yeah. reason. Anyway. <laughs> I'm in the room. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've heard the questions. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I, I, I definitely do miss the real news, real views, and yeah. those type of segments, 100%. Because mm. I think the big thing that the that society and the world is missing is a a church and a Christian perspective on things. Mm. It's like good. That, that was one of the big things for Real Talk, you know, like, Todd mentioned it got started because we were sitting around one night talking about, I yeah. don't even remember what, but he was like, man, like, wouldn't it be cool if like people could have heard that? Because we have people ask a lot of the same questions of the things mm-hmm. we talk about. Yeah, it's true. So being able to have that Christian influence and like a biblical perspective on the things that are relevant in the world that are happening. So I myself know how to handle those and know how to, you know, when, when people ask me those questions, mm-hmm. I can be like, hey, like this is what it is because it comes from a, I, I, a lot of times I use you guys as reference for things or I'll be like, Hey, I've actually heard this question asked before. Good, Here's dude. the answer. That's wild. It's really cool, dude. Mm. Um, do you have a favorite moment from the podcast oh, and or live? <laughs> um, if we're going to go podcast only, it's probably the July 4th episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Where, where, where we celebrated, celebrated him. a nation. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> that is one of my favorite. Mine like too. you, dude, you had the giggles so it bad. Was, yeah, it was embarrassing. It was amazing. <laughs> and Blake, mm-hmm. you got a single message. You have a single message, man. I cannot speak to tell the listeners. What is it? Um, everything you do reflects God. Everything, reflects what? Sorry, I moved. No, you're fine. Everything you do reflects God and reflects mm-hmm. Jesus, um, especially as believers. Everything we do and say, people see as a direct reflection of of who Christ is. So challenge yourself in, in thinking that way. What are you doing? What are you saying to show people Jesus? Because mm-hmm. especially if you claim the name of Christ and you are a Christian, like people look at you differently. That's just it's a sad reality of life, and that's part of part of it but you also have the really cool opportunity to show them who Jesus is from the from the other side and like look at how amazing it is look at look at everything I can do you know earlier in the episode we talked about the fruits of the spirit right or the fruit of the spirit and what what that looks like those tangible things that happen when you are following Christ so I think you have a really cool opportunity to be able to do that and then also like Norman kind of said it earlier but like take real talk seriously like this mm-hmm. is a really cool uh, you know, a ministry. This is a really cool opportunity. Share, share it with people. You know, if there's something specific that spoke to you, be like, hey, share the episode. Go, hey, go to minute, you know, 15 and 30 seconds, and then mm. what? You know, like they answer this question. I know maybe you struggle with that or whatever. Continue to share that. This is a really cool platform and a really cool way to get people connected to Christianity that 
some people are typically closed off to. Mm. So it's really good, man. Thank you, dude. Appreciate you. No Appreciate you being on today, man. Absolutely. You did a great job. Me too, man. He always does. He's MVP, man. I actually forgot that we did say we were going to call another person, even though so we didn't let him end. Which, if it doesn't work, is great. It's an ending. We're going to call a guy that doesn't live here. I told you he's right here. Yes. He's watched the show a couple times. Oh, this right. is exciting. I know this guy. We'll see if he answers. I'm so excited. So a bit of a surprise. Right yeah, this, this, this is... And it won't let me call him. <laughs> I, I don't even I'm know so who this confused is, excited. At which, why I can't call this guy. There's two numbers, foolishly. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Why would it show both numbers under the same guy, though? That's weird. Oh, this says recent. Okay, I got you. We're back. All right. Excited. I may not answer. He works a third shift job. Ah. Uh, I believe. Let's see. He won't. I bet you won't. And then I'm going to say his name on there in case he ever listens to this. Can we voicemail? <laughs> I got to hang up. Yeah, before it says his name. And say he says something ridiculous in this. I'll still, I'll leave a message. That's going to be funny. It would be. <laughs> Man, he doesn't even have a voicemail. Hung up. All right. There we go. Chris, tried to call you, man, in case you see this. You could have had opportunity to be Z-level famous. Z-level, man. Anyway, great show, man. I don't have any... You got anything to say? Well, it's 200 episodes down, man. Uh, you know, first off, just want to apologize for how long it took to come out. Yeah, we're sorry Because I know we, we hadn't addressed that yet, so... Uh, I apologize uh, for how long it took us to do episode 200. Hope you guys enjoy it. Um, hope you can take something away from it. Love you guys so much. Uh, you guys are the reason why we do this. And, uh, man, you guys are just amazing. Thank you. Production guy? Got anything? Oh, boy. I've been hearing the, the fun turn <laughs> yeah. closing all the time. Hey. Well, you're really a fan if you're listening I know. all the way through. Hey, go ahead and hop on our platforms. Give us a like. Subscribe. Leave a comment down below as long that's as it's nice. Good. Hey, even if you want to tell us if it's about your favorite peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, that's quite all right. Other than that, I think that's it. Don't say anything mean. Love you guys. God bless you. <laughs> you heard him. That was pretty good. It's like he was in the room. Hey, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you. Um, I don't think there's much else to say. I think, you know, the biggest thing, if you're listening to this, either way, a lot of the questions are some of them, sort of the same messages out there. If people feeling weight, people feeling discouraged at times, if you're a Christian in your faith, or you, man, it feels heavy. It can. And I guess I just want you to know, and AJ brought this verse up earlier. You know, Jesus himself says, um, my burden is easy, my yoke is light, right? My yoke is easy, my burden is light. What he's meaning by that is like following him is actually freedom. That's mm-hmm. what it says, his mission, right? I've come to set the captives free. And a lot of times, because of the way we view religion and we put our humanness on it and all that, it can it can just make it all heavy. And we just talked about that before the show a little bit. The end of the day, when all's said and done, it's all all the heavy lifting's been done. Mm. And God loves you in Christ. We said it earlier, your position is secure. It can't ever be lost because if it was, then it was somehow dependent on you. And if it was dependent on you, then the sacrifice was not all sufficient. And um, Jesus said it very very clearly. Right? It is finished. It's over. Um, you are new, alive in Christ. You have hope. You are loved. I know some of you out there struggle with, you know, might be in depression or you're having these. Uh, we've been getting a lot of th- questions lately about suicidal thoughts. And, you know, a lot of people can have those. 
Um, and a lot of times it revolves around the idea of hopelessness. You know, you don't have, you don't see a way out, but just because you don't see a way out doesn't mean there's not a way out. And, um, you know, uh, God's mercies are new every day, um, that there's good for you. You're never too far gone, that you're loved. We love you. You can always get a hold of us on the show. We will get a hold of you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, don't live in those thoughts alone. And if you're having those kinds of thoughts, tell someone, even if you don't have someone literally use we check the uh, questions all throughout the week randomly. Yeah. Put your number on there if you don't know how to get a hold of us. We'll get a hold of you. There's also a number to the church that sponsors the show. You can kind of find via the website. Call yeah. it. We'll call you back. Absolutely. We don't want you to ever feel alone. So that's pretty much my message to you. We love you. We appreciate you. God loves you. Find places to have these kinds of conversations. Find people in your life you can be real with because that's what it's all about. We need each other. And I think it's about it. We thank you so much for 200 episodes. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you.